Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Show, where every Friday we'll be covering another instalment in a classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com and Weird Geeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessellate. Weird Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced and no infringement is intended. Geeks! Geeks! Hello and welcome back to the Weird Geeks Horror Show. Every single Friday we take you through another installment of the classic horror franchise. I'm your host Al White. <laughs> and joining me. There are a lot of question marks in that one. And joining me throughout all of the 80s, uh, picking slasher movies year by year, seemingly at random, is Katie Watson. Hi. And Shannon Hollander. How are you doing, guys? Well, hello. <laughs> She's you... been replaced by an AI. Can, no longer can we, can we deal with something that's been on my mind quite a lot, actually, recently? Oh, God. Now, there's a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of quite rightly sort of reprogramming of brains to ensure we say the correct words these days, you know, the, the right time to say woman instead of girl and, you know, like all these different sort of terminologies that we have to sort of, you know, if we grew up with something ingrained in our brain, we have to like reverse, turn sure. that cart around and that's totally great. It's just totally all about repetition. Sure. However, everyone still seems fine with us calling groups of men, women or just women guys. I am not okay with it. You're not there it is. No, that's why I use y'all. No, often. I'm not fucking saying that. Because it is gender <laughs> non-specific. Well, what do you do if you're not from that part of America you say or everyone. another country? You where say you everyone. Say, or hey, you say everyone. you all. Or yeah. all. You all. You all sounds weird. Yeah, that's you why all. Why people say weird. y'all? Yeah. No, but a hundred percent. I do. I, I I try to say like whenever I'm teaching because that's a bit that was a big thing whenever we I was learning to teach our teacher was like you can't use you Shannon can't looks say. like she's being distracted by a giant bumblebee right now I know I yeah, was being, or, or it's just, just a Roomba yes uh, yes that's exactly a flying what it was. Roomba that's what's happening yes James our Roomba was going and I was like can you shut this off please <laughs> <laughs> and then it got stuck and I was like I get, what what is happening <laughs> that was more appropriate for the chopping wall episode <laughs> we're beyond that now <laughs> Now you just need a mannequin roam in your room. Yeah, I guess. I don't yeah, I don't know. But yeah, for teaching, my like mentor, Matt, was always like, you cannot say guys, girls to mean the collective whenever there is mixed genders that we have to acknowledge both genders. And so mm-hmm. that is why I try to. I'm not very good about it. I will often say guys because it's just like so ingrained. Yeah. But I do try to say y'all instead because I like that. Well, I'm going to have to find a different word then because I'm definitely not saying y'all. But I'm very happy to try and give up guys because it weirds me out every single time I say it. So I'm glad we cleared it up. Mm-hmm. Or you can just um, say everyone. I yeah. know everyone doesn't really work for only yeah, two but it's people. Not the s- like you have yeah. to have it for a kind you of need larger like a, group. But. A one syllable, like quick thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Or just get a really good whistle under your belt. Or just like, say just all a- more. Just like, what do you all think about this? Yeah. 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 I, guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's tricky. Or just call them group. Hello, group. Or people. Although, uh, what I do, uh, what I will say though, is an addendum to that. 
let's all go a little easier on each other because there are other people who say mean say these things on purpose to be spiteful or retroactive with stuff but it's just like shannon saying like we all have to reprogram our brains with somebody's words if you've grown Mm -hmm. up with something that's just what you thought was okay and then suddenly you have to look at it from a different perspective and go oh actually that's not okay takes time it's hard to like reprogram well it's also hard because especially right now even with a group of female people then there are some females that don't identify as females and then so Mm -hmm. people are assigning their own pronouns and mm-hmm. so you're not trying to insult anyone. You're just trying to get everyone's attention. And it's really difficult. Just call everyone fucker, basically. Yeah. All the time. yeah. I like that. I'm into all right. that. Hey, fuckers. What do, you, what do you fuckers think about this? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I like think it. that's great. I'm into that. Right. Or if you're Scottish, a different one. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, in theory, like fuckers is appropriate. Let's uh, If you're using a both rating side, system. Both sex can be, all sexes can be oh, a fucker. Yeah. yeah, all sexes can be a fucker. Really, it would only not be, be appropriate cunt. for people so under 17, work. right? Because you get that R rating and uh, you got to be 17 in order to get into the well, if they're Hang on. And that seems that appropriate because like, they're probably not fucking. Under 17ers are definitely fuckers. <laughs> and, and America's so messed up where it allows you to like taking people under ages with as long as you have a you know an adult right. with you so then you can say fucker as long as there's an adult in the room kids that's true <laughs> it's fun, it's fun. that's true so everyone's kids, a fucker kids right now are saying a lot worse than mm-hmm. fucker to me so i'm gonna to call you, them to whatever you? i want <laughs> kids are mean like teenagers especially are really mean for in my if you're I if you're a teenager like there's and you like listen- a gang of teenagers that is like bullying you <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to talk to the principal? <laughs> no, but they like it's a really intimidating thing. Like I even went to work the other day and there was this like group of hooligan children on skateboards and hooligans. Hooligans, for sure, hooligans. And <laughs> they were like just hanging out but like blocking the entryway. Yeah. And thought it was hilarious and I'm like trying to go into work. I have a roll of knives, you little assholes. I work for a living in a kitchen. I'll cut you. And yeah. they were all like, "Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're like, we're in this lady's way or something. I don't remember. But they just thought it was hilarious that they, like, took their fucking time mm-hmm. to move away and then yeah. moved in really quickly. I don't know. It was just a really weird experience. Where I was just like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. what is this really, like, intimidation factor that you're working on? And then we're all, like, laughing after I left, seeing some shit, I'm sure. But it's just That's like, horrible. fuckers. Do you want to talk to their parents? No, I don't want to know who created them. <laughs> we, had the, we had those kids at the swimming pool that time still a key card from us as well when we we're on holiday yeah. once. It's just really? like, yeah. Just, yeah, it's just really. Ugh, those are some fuckers. I'm those telling are you. Some little fuckers. And they were definitely under 17, those kids. Mm. Oh, for sure. They were like 12 or something. Yeah. You know cool. what I've decided? <laughs> I'm no longer giving way to people that are taking up space like that on a sidewalk i'm no longer moving aside or walking around oh, them. i'm just going yeah. straight through especially straight when you're walking through. three or two across on a sidewalk oh, yes. oh no your conversation is not more important oh. than me having to like go out of my way the other day i was walking and two guys <laughs> were having a conversation these are adult men probably in their you know late 30s early 40s like adult men Having, Let's just be clear. You're in LA, so adult men equals teenagers. That's true. LA. So they're basically 18, um, but they're having a conversation. I am walking in the opposite direction. They're walking towards me, taking up the entire sidewalk, having a conversation. Whenever James and I are walking side by side on the sidewalk, 
and someone else is coming. James always, very rightly and politely, steps behind me, even though we're in conversation, or to make space for whomever is walking. Yeah. I was, Goodness in my brain, boy. I literally was thinking, I am not going to move. I'm not going to move. I'm going to see what these fuckers do. I am not going to make space. Sure enough, we're playing chicken, and I fucking move because I no. am so goddamn nice. And that's what I told James afterwards. I was like, next time that fucking happens, I'm just going to run straight into them. Yeah. And then see what happens because especially in that situation not that like gender roles you should move because i'm the lady you should move for anyone oh so angry anyway this has nothing to do with i don't care if you're like for listening to my ted talk people with like walkers (laughs) like one of you should walk slower and move behind the other person with the walker like that is not your sidewalk it is everyone's (laughs) sidewalk I mean, okay. I would maybe uh, give way to no, the, I, I no. Let the, the rule applies universally. <laughs> anyway, this is the warning to the world. From now on, I'm walking straight into you if you don't yep. move. I lower, I lower my shoulder. Yeah. Especially when they're like, sh- like shitty people on their phones and they're not paying attention. And they are just like talking and not paying attention to other people in the whole world that is not them. Mm-hmm. I will just be like, oh, not only am I not moving, but if when you go to run into me, you are going to know that you ran into me. Yeah. Battle sidewalks. I'm making yeah. it happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, good question now. What else you got? Well, yeah. what else you got? <laughs> We're having a really productive conversation, not about great. this week's this film. I'm glad that somehow, yeah, we just turned into old people moaning about them kids. Damn kids. <laughs> sidewalk etiquette. <laughs> yeah. It's a real thing. It's a problem. If you're a teenager and you're listening to this podcast and you feel touched by anything that we've been talking about, please write in. We are geeks. Don't tell your parents we touched you. That's not accurate. (laughs) Mail at weirdgeeks.com or fuck you. Is it fuck you? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. At weirdgeeks.com. Oh, actually, we don't know if that's still working, so just DM us. That's easiest. But not with abuse. Yeah. Unless you have new swear words. Unless there really is something worse than fucker that you're saying. Or you can just send your hate mail to my Twitter account. It's at Watson Dearest. There you go. I yeah. still got nothing. Nobody yeah. sends me anything. From now on, um, anytime I get hate mail, I'm just going to send it to at Watson Dearest. Do it. <laughs> I will respond for you. Yes, I'm into this. So I'll do it. That we would be really here. healthy to respond to other people's hate mail and not hate mail that oh you get. Because yeah. you like stick up for other people way more than you'll stick up for yourself. Yeah, to be fair, my hate mail is not really hate mail. It's just dick pics. Oh, I'll respond to that for you. I'll, I'll start rating them for the people who've sent them. Great. Maybe that's the new thing is like if somebody sends me dick pics, I'm just going to post them on the Internet publicly with a rating. Yeah. And with like all the information I can find about that person. Can we just start an app like a social media for that? So then all women can just one guys as well. If they're I'm sure it. this exists. Oh, yeah. I got a semi-naked one of a guy once, but his dick wasn't. Oh, I was waiting for a different word after semi. Yeah, me too. Well, Mm. I couldn't tell. He just had his underpants on. He was lying on his bed. He said he liked my photos, and he was asking if I liked his photo. Yes. (laughs) Do you want to photograph me? That's a thirsty Mm. pic. Apparently, we're here to talk about Hide and Go Shriek from 1988, which gets a 5.4 out of 10. It gets a 5.4 out of 10. God damn. I mean, again, that's rated by the public. So that's a public rating. Well, the public are fuckers. Just for some context, my film gets a 5.6 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) 
Again, oh ratings God. are meaningless. That is Thanks, so public. much content. Better than hide and go shriek. That's yep. one I should put on the box. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. Before we get into all of the fun stuff, and I say fun stuff with inverted commas in the air, talking about this movie this week, what are we talking about? Yeah, go to We Geeks on your stuff with the things, subscribe, rate, who, who gives a fuck? All right, so we like to look at the landscape of the year of each year. That's the year that we're talking about. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, and this year is, is also a year. It's a year. In 1988. Yep. Someone has the worldwide box office of said year. Who is it? Shannon does. Shannon does. It's me. There she is. Yeah. <laughs> Kids, out of the way. Here comes grandma. (laughs) Excuse me. I know what's going on in 1988. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God. It's going to be a long one, guys. Just, you know, I thought this was going to, honestly, I thought as I was writing notes, because spoilers, there are no notes. Yeah, I wrote wrote a lot of notes for this. I mean, I've got notes on the film, but there's no trivia on this movie that exists. I've seen amount of question marks in my notes. I thought this would be our shortest podcast yet. And yeah, here we are. Yeah, well, you know, this is what happens. Okay, let's see. 1988, where are we? A couple notables outside the top 10. 21, Bull Durham. Hey-o. That movie that all mothers enjoyed at the time. Oh, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. One of James's favorite films coming in at number 18, Willow. Oh, my God. So good. Coming back. Uh-huh. So good. His, his gaming name has been Mad Mardigan for many years. And okay, I, so we, whenever he switched over, he had to change it for some reason. So we changed it to Mad Marta Game, which was Ooh. mine. I came up with it. I just need everyone to know. Um, so if Is you he wanna... happy with everybody knowing his gaming tag? On... I don't know. Hey, James, are you happy with everyone knowing your gaming tag? He's gaming right now, so he's not listening to me. So I guess uh, I, I did it. If yes. you want to, if you want to yes. game with James, he's Mad Marta game, <laughs> and you can All tell right. him I sent you and just see what happens because I don't think he knows this is happening and it'll be really fun. And for new listeners, James is Shannon's alternate personality. Yeah, so. that's yes. true. It's just it's yes. me. It's what she calls her Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we call our Roomba DJ Roomba. <laughs> After that part, not unique. Uh huh. I had some I had some people at an event I was at the other day show me a card. I was like, "What's there to do around here?" And it's like they didn't seem to know what to say. I was in a little town in America, and then one of them presented. I just got given this card by a DJ, and <laughs> it, <laughs> it was like a business card. And again, probably a lovely guy. Don't don't joke him. But it was bracketed into DJ slash musician yes <laughs> slash graphic yes yes of course and i had a picture of him just standing in a field with no head like you couldn't tell honestly it took us or there were five of us trying to figure out is this the front of his body or the back of his body because <laughs> you just couldn't tell so yeah. weird you get that boring. hustle buddy yeah. and go do all the things so strange so strange number 15 working girl i mean there's oh, a lot outside one. the top 10 that are great 1988 there's lots of good movies here 14, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, mm. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yes. <laughs> it's like Candyman. You have to uh, say it three and, times. And then I guess we'll start the top 10 with Land Before Time. Oh, my oh, wow. God. Yep. I didn't my realize childhood. that movie was that old, 1988. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have oh, thought yeah. it was older. There's so many really? of them now. How many are there now? It's like, I, like 18 or something. It's yeah, insane. There's a, there's a lot of those movies. Insane. Oh, is Got- Littlefoot now called Bigfoot? Like, is that where we're at? He can't be Bedfoot little anymore. By now. Bigfoot? Yeah. 
Oh. Probably like Littlefoot Junior Junior. <laughs> Littlefoot the third. Littlefoot the third. There you go. <laughs> Number nine, Masquerade. Yeah, I've always heard of this movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, I don't. I'm now gonna have this song stuck in my head, but I don't know this movie. Yeah, I don't know it, which is interesting because like there's a lot of great films on this. I mean, Beaches was number 19. That isn't even mentioned. <sighs> Scrooge is 17, and so to oh. have like Masquerade at number nine that I don't recognize, I'm like, oh, I guess I gotta find that because uh, everything else I recognize because okay. coming in at number eight, one of the greatest Christmas films of all time. Die Hard. Nice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. This is a great movie. Number seven. Do you believe in Tom Hanks? I do because he is big. Nice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you, wow. Are you auditioning for a DJ position at the moment? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, listen. I'm real tired. Like, my brain is, <laughs> is doing all sorts of things. This movie is uh, objectively re- goddamn ridiculous. So it's just going to be a really strange episode. Just buckle up. Big, big by the way, another movie from the 80s that when you look at it through modern eyes, you're like, this is oh, fucked up. Inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. 100%. And it just makes you question things like, wait, is this considered statutory? Yep. <laughs> She's into it. Yeah. She is into it. Number six, Rambo 3. Yeah. No, not not the best. Yeah, no, not the best. But you know what is the best? Number five, twins. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. DeVito and Schwarzenegger. I know. Wow. So good. When are we going to get another like body swap movie? It's been a long time. I know that's not a body swap movie, but it just made me think 80s. There were a lot of body swap movies. Yeah, there were a lot of body swap movies. We had a lot of like the Zac Efron body swaps. Yeah, there was a period. Mm-hmm. And then they seem to have mm-hmm. gone away again. It's because they were trying to revitalize it for like the Disney older generation of kids. Right. Yeah. Number four, Crocodile Dundee 2. Shit. 2. So shocking they still never made more of that considering how much money the first one made. I know. The first one was so huge. Yeah. And then number three, a movie that is, what, being remade or a sequel is coming to? uh, I like Miraid. Yeah. (laughs) But we're coming to America. Oh, shit. Is is there a sequel to that? Is there a reboot? Yeah, they're making it. Yeah, they're making it right now. I'm not sure if it's a sequel or a reboot. I'd have to, like, look into it. But it's happening. Coming to I told America. Al we were having a coming to America party when he gets back. Yes. Like yes. Because Alex got his citizenship. Al got yeah. his visa. Well, we're actually recording week by week, so we get to report up-to-date news in this podcast. Yeah, Although, we have. We try not to be too relative to the time period because people will listen back to these rather than week by week. But if you are listening to this this week, yeah, this is my first time entering America with my visa. Woohoo! Ow, ow. And everyone go to Alamo, Winchester. People there are fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Other than other than one, you know who you are. Oh, that's intense. Karen. You know what is you also know. intense? <laughs> Number two, who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, my God. Yes. What a movie. What it's one of your film. favorites, right, Al? It's so it is. This one. I, I mean, I do it. have a particular fetish, I guess, for 2D animation on live action. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love it. So um, good. But, yeah, it's, it's a brilliant movie. He's a fantastic character. It's actually genuinely terrifying in places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then number one, Rain Man. Ooh. Ooh, very nice. Which I think some people are upset about nowadays. It is a really good film, though. 
know, but but they're upset about, about like how it displays. Well, everyone now is just upset that you know you don't have how it, yeah how it portrays. Well, there's a two sides of it. I think people are upset now when um, the people who are actually dealing with whatever. Uh, sorry, I don't tread on the wrong words here. But you know what I mean? People who are dealing with different uh, issues in their life aren't portraying the people who are dealing with this stuff. And you get actors, you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio and What's Eating Gilbert Grape is an amazing right. performance. But right. now you probably wouldn't be allowed to do that. You know, you'd want to bring someone in. And I think that's one argument. And then the other argument is just people are upset with how it kind of shows this sort of... Because it's been a long time since I've seen Rain Man. Do so you have like, a, like extreme autism or is it Asperger's? I think it's autism. I think it's Asperger's. Oh, is yeah. Asperger's? I'm not sure. Not sure. I mean, there's all different shades of... I'm not sure, but I will just say an actor's job is to act. And it is a part of their job to, if they're playing very difficult mental or physical disabilities and illnesses like that, to take it very seriously and do all the work in order to accurately portray that. And that people go to see movies in order to see, oftentimes, star names. And so, like, you can't... Joe Blow that actually has said disease and might be great in might be a great actor but nobody knows him isn't necessarily going to sell a film these days and I mean and I think it's a little bit different now yeah Uh, I don't feel like Peanut Butter Falcon would have done as well if Shia LaBeouf wasn't in it yeah no, no, if he didn't have his name in there it wouldn't have done anything like it would have ended up on the Lifetime channel but if you did Raymond now you could have Tom Cruise still you know yeah. and then somebody else who's not dustin hoffman that's all who can sure. actually relate better but I, th- I think what a lot of people are upset about though is how is when you portray extreme autism or i suppose wherever adds basically like a, a magic you know it's like i have powers kind of thing. right mm-hmm. but then there are people on the other side of it like shane black and we covered that on the predator so you can go and listen to that if you want to hear us talk a bit about that where he uh, does have a history with those th- things and he wrote the predator on purpose because he wanted to show kids growing up that hey you can you know treat these things like superpowers and look mm-hmm. like you're special and all this stuff so obviously you know there are many sides to that there's not and i think the biggest problem is always any of these issues but like flag bearing conversation whether it's to do with feminism or race or religion or yes any kind of form of mental illness mm-hmm. or whatever is presuming that they're all in alignment with each other right <laughs> that that group of people all feel the same way about how they want to be represented because yeah. mm-hmm. they're all people and everybody's different so it's yeah. a very tricky thing constantly and, and ultimately sure. you're never going to like please everyone like there are people out there that are probably very happy with a portrayal of whatever by some big celebrity and there's lots of people that are upset about it and it's just never ever going to please everyone but i like rain man it's a good film it's a good film film. number one film number one film of 1988 well thank you shannon that was illuminating oh my goodness you are so welcome some Katie. films that were not on your list. <laughs> Here we go. What, what happened <laughs> in the spookies? What's hiding and go shriek up against? Some that maybe should have been on the list, and that maybe well, we should have watched instead. Of this wait, movie. wait, 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 wait. Well, that's what we're gonna say because this is a game again. Let's be honest. We're in the doldrums, guys. Like this yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. it's a, we it's said a it long, last week. Yeah. We're scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'm slightly regretting this entire series. Yeah. But here we are. So let's just push through. We're almost next week's done. End. We're almost there, guys. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, why did I pick this amongst everything else? Let's hear what the options are. Yeah, I'm not seeing many slashers on here, but there are some decent spookies. We're going to start with a little film that we have on our shelf that I love the name of, but I've never seen. Sorority Babes in the Slime Bowl Bolorama. (laughs) Now, this is the one I said last week I really wish we could have done. It's, It's really a whole bunch of fun. 
but and it's definitely in line with the kind of movies we've been watching. However, it's definitely not a slasher. There is Boomer. a weird puppet gargoyle <laughs> that's oh, working as like a genie. Intriguing. <laughs> who literally looks like he could be out of the Muppets. It's oh my insane. God. Is it like a fly um, who has a job as a detective? <laughs> is it on that <laughs> level? <laughs> no. Dang. Oh man! But yeah, so I was no frustrated. We had no excuse, level. but there was no excuse to cover this, so we didn't. Uh, we also have Sleepaway Camp Two: Unhappy Campers. Ooh, which is possibly my favorite Sleepaway Camp, just because it's that stupid. But we might, you know, one day we'll probably get to all of those Sleepaway Camp movies, so we're not going to jump in on a sequel. Gotcha. Okay. One that we have, well, not me personally, but Al has covered is Return. Of, have we done Return of the Living Dead? It- not yet. Oh, not yet. So we've done the Living Dead, Romero's Living That's Dead. That's what yeah, I'm and getting we confused got, with, And yeah. we will get to Return of the Living Dead at some well, point. Well, this is part two that came out in 88. Yeah. And this is a point. It's like we don't do this whole series that we're doing right now. We're not touching on the franchises because right. we either cover them or we're going to cover them. Right. Gotcha. Speaking of, Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. Yeah, not a slasher film, but very worth checking out. Pumpkinhead Definitely. one, it's got a very cool mood. Lance Henriksen in it as well, who some people might know as... The guy who stands outside of people in coffins and rings them up to make them orgasm. What? Don't worry. It's coming up. <laughs> oh, really? Poltergeist 3. There's no. There's yeah, we're no definitely going to Poltergeist. Katie's keen for it. I'm excited about these because I only have a vague memory of not supposed to be watching, but watching anyway the first Poltergeist. And I have not gone back to them since. There's only four. Fine. I know. Yeah, I'm down. We also have Phantasm 2. I've, le- I've legitimately you and me katie we watched the beginning of a phantasm film when you were in england yes uh, i've never seen a whole phantasm film. i was into it i remember starting it and i was like this is trippy but i like it well i'm just into it because it's an entire franchise of horror films that a lot of people are passionate about that i've never seen any of them and uh. while i know they're not going to be my real cup of tea it's still at least something new so that's True. nice one that I know you for sure have covered, A Nightmare on Elm Street for The Dream Master. Done it. Done and we might and do dusted. it again. We might do it Love again. It so much. That's what I was saying, because uh, Friday and, and Nightmare were very early on. Nightmare was just me and Alex. Oh, that's right. People, that's right. And Friday was like 20 minutes long. So, yeah. And since they're two seminal ones, we're considering doing a super franchise at some point where we actually go back Super and forth between franchise. the two so then we only cover freddy versus jason again once even though i've covered it twice already in both franchises yep oh god i had to i had to like cover freddy versus jason from both angles from like yeah. what's it oh like it's god. a freddy film or what's it like it's a jason movie yeah do you hear this people do you hear what this man does for your content do it again <laughs> least you could do yeah. is like and subscribe yeah like and subscribe fuckers Leave us a rating. <laughs> well done for not saying guys. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I said fuckers. <laughs> We're embracing it. Uh, I am 100% embracing it. Oh, man. <laughs> Moving on. We have Night of the Demons, which is we have cool watched, film. which was really, I remember liking this. Yeah, it's a cool film. And then you have Maniac Cop. <laughs> Bruce Campbell. It's also He's a cool film. Maniac. We know somebody worked on this. I mean, some people would count this as a slasher. I don't, personally. I, don't I cannot know. believe that you didn't allow us to watch Bruce Campbell in this. Yeah, I mean, there's an argument that we could have done Maniac Cop, I guess. Yeah, I would, have, I would have given you <laughs> it the does, It does have just one Katie sequel. Katie is so upset. <laughs> I can't believe I'd well, watch this and not Bruce Campbell. Here we are. You get Bruce Campbell next week. Uh, fine. Um, five seconds. <laughs> for five you seconds. You asshole. 
Killer clowns from outer space. True I've classic. seen this one. You've seen that? Yes. I was scarred by this film whenever I accidentally watched it as a child because it was like on TV or something were goddamn ridiculous. And then James put this on last year for Halloween and promptly fell asleep in it, <laughs> leaving me to have nightmares about it. You saw it through. You didn't just turn it off. Well, Katie and Pat were over as well, so we couldn't oh, okay. just turn it off. Okay, so you're I had, fine. Yeah, it was fine. I I lived to tell the tale, but man, did you enjoy the knock your block off? And the head comes off. <laughs> I mean, there are it, it. I just the clown design. I I do legitimately find terrifying, and I just don't like clowns in general. But the movie itself is goddamn ridiculous and hilarious. Correct. The Howling 4, the original nightmare. I mean, again, we always bring them up because, you know, it's The Howling. And the first one's a classic. We'll, probably, we'll maybe get to this series. Or I'll just call quits on this entire show after this year. I'm not, I really am undecided right now. We'll see how it goes. Aww. <laughs> Speaking of Lance Hendricks, then you have a little film called Hellbound. Hellraiser. Ooh. Yeah, he's not there yet. He's not in this one, but he's coming <laughs> We've up. covered these. Don't worry about it. Them. This one was pretty good. I like this one. Yep. Yeah, speaking of things we do for you guys, freaking A, we wouldn't watch all the Hellraisers. I'm serious that I still think I might need to get like a tattoo of some kind just to let the world know that I did this. (laughs) That you watched all the I lament this. Yes, I lament my decisions. Uh That tattoo should just say, I made poor life choices in like script. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then just put we are geeks under that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, Halloween man. 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Covered it. Also covered these. One. This is a very good one. Reassuring title. It's very nice. He's back, don't worry. No yeah. more witches. No more of that bullshit Halloween 3. Fright Night, part 2. Justin and Joe. Justin has never risen to that occasion, so I don't know that he ever will. I think he wants at some point for us to be friends. Mm. So, and we're doing pretty well, like via Instagram. So, Let's see. it's probably for the best. I said Fright Night Part Two. No one responded, yep. so we'll move on. It's Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven: The New Blood. Yeah, telekinesis one. Oh yeah, what? Is it the one that everybody What's hates, but I used to love it because it was the most comic booky. It's definitely the best design of Jason. That's her name. Jason, yeah. Jason looks Tina? the best in this one for sure. Yeah, it's good. A film that I've never heard of that treads a little too closely on my Bruce Campbell toes, which is Evil Dead Trap. That's a oh. Japanese movie. I don't like them just throwing another word onto Evil Dead. It's not cool. Evil Dead Trap. It's pretty nasty. But where do you put the emphasis? The Evil Dead Trap or Evil Dead Trap? You don't Dead put any emphasis. Trap. It's just Evil Dead Trap. Or Evil hmm. Dead Trap. And then you have another one that Al has covered for you. Child's Play. Done it. Done Me it. Me and Alex and Allie. And we're, we came back for it. And we'll have to come back for it again because now there's going to be a TV show. And last but not least, not the OG and not my absolute favorite one, but still good nonetheless. The Blob. It's great. The Blob. I like the original great. one better, but this oh, one's pretty the decent. The remake's great. Eh, I like the original uh there you go um so look hopefully look there are lots of great movies this year in in the horror world let's not beat around a bush and quite a good uh, bunch of slasher movies but they're all in the franchises that we've already covered so we're left with hide and go (laughs) 
Oh, man, are we. Directed by a man called Skip Skulmick. Oh, we, we listened to his little bullshit tirade. Yeah, we, we did. we watched this movie. Oh, Skip Skulmick. So you guys, okay, so this is where the frustration comes, because normally I'm the one who has the Blu-ray. I get to do all the, any extra features, like the commentaries. I do all the research. I'm traveling right now. The Blu-ray I have is UK. My Xbox series is US, so I didn't have the ability to watch that. So I had to watch a rip of it, basically, which was an HD. Same copy, basically, but not. None of the extras were available to me. Are there many extras on that Blu-ray? No. Uh, they just had an additional scene, but it was like almost the exact same scene that yeah. we saw. It was like an unrated, uncut scene or something, but it was just the same scene when she gets stuck in the elevator. Right. Yeah. And it, then it was just the interview with Skip that was almost as incoherent and were goddamn ridiculous as the film. Yeah. I feel like I have I think, seen that interview at some I think point. he talks about the film for about two minutes and then yeah. the rest of it is just all about how mm-hmm. he and, works really hard yeah and how much he's like and women look work like i guess they work hard too she she did a good <laughs> she did a good job right like he always says it as though he wants to be like for a woman yeah she 100%. did good there is a tone there and like his general feeling towards hide and go shriek seemed to be I mean, there was no money. We didn't even have lights. And we just, like, did the best we could. You know? And, like, he I was feel like most he upset was... they didn't have craft, though. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> He's like we didn't like even have craft. Great crafty. <laughs> Spoken like a true producer. All right. Well, yeah. Well, this is his debut and his only feature that he's ever done. He has directed a lot, but not that. He went on to really direct a lot of sort of pseudo documentary stuff for yeah. TV. He'll he did tell you all about belief, them in fact that little fiction. Thing. But he's produced a lot as well. He directed a bunch of Angel. He produced mm-hmm. a lot of Angel. Mm-hmm. He produced a bunch of The Walking Dead, Torchwood, Salem, and others too. But he started actually as an editor on John Carpenter's Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. That's where he began. So I mean, he's had, a, he's had a career. Yeah. But just not directing movies. <laughs> Yeah, and he very much so, judging from this one interview, strikes me very much so as like a little bit of the old school producer vibes where he works really hard. That's what he kept emphasizing the whole time is that like it's hard work. It's all hard work. It's all hard work, right? (laughs) And he also like hot goss was then complaining about essentially getting let go from The Walking Dead because he helped out with the ADR So then as a producer, he was nominated because The Walking Dead Sound was nominated for like a Creative Arts Emmy or something like that. So then he was included in that nomination. So he was the and they won. So he was the only one of the producers to win for The Walking Dead because he helped with the ADR. And I guess that pissed everyone. According to him, that's what pissed all the other producers off and why wow. he got let go from. Well, and then they he said they, he, they took it back from him. Yes, and they made him give back. They the, made him give it back. Give back the I mean, award. to be fair, I can believe, I can believe that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Just the way he phrased things in a sentence yeah. was like he just obviously thinks a lot of his talent and i understand that in that industry you have to stick up for yourself and you have to basically remind yourself and other people how crucial you are to different projects so i get that and you don't want to just be like oh it would have been exactly the same if not better had i not been there like you want to feel what your contribution is doing is worthy but the way that he would phrase it is he's like, I did so much work. Like I basically saved something right. because it was shit and I fixed it 
and then the like whoever was doing the sound like slipped it in as a special favor and was like just trying to be nice and he's like so then when it got nominated I walk up on stage because I'm part of that and my name is said and so he's like but they didn't like that like it wasn't something they and I was like yeah but if you look at it from their perspective and it, the shoe yeah, was yeah. on the other yeah. foot you would have been pissed too yeah. Like you can't. Yeah. And that's have the that. kind of thing. If that happens, you have a conversation first, right? With yeah. Producers, with your fellow producers, which I'm sure cool? there was. It yeah. wasn't. I'm, yeah, but they it's prob- like... there probably was, and they told him not to, and he just yeah. admitted that. From yeah, it. yeah. He just, he just had a very like... smarminess to him. Yeah. He... Hey, know. look. This man directed at least five episodes of Angel. That is true, and that I will give him my undying love for, <laughs> and so much credit because he's made one positive choice in his life. And that is doing anything involving Joss Whedon and David Boreanaz. Uh. <laughs> You're a nightmare. Yeah, I know I am. And written by Michael Kelly. Uh, he's only written this and 15 years prior to this, a film called Hijack with an exclamation mark. Hijack. <laughs> DP'd by Eugene D. Schlugleit. Schlugleit. Yeah, we were know. trying to figure out how yeah. to say that. Man, you guys have been bored. You're going for... <laughs> All of the trolling for all the extras. Well, no, we, I mean, just in when names are coming up on the screen and oh. stuff, we're like, like, you were reading. Yeah. Yes. He did Three Ninjas, Knuckle Up, and apparently did Ignite Exterior Photography on Evil Dead 2. Well, all right then. Yeah, because Skip was talking about that, where he's like, we got some real talent. The only thing he'd worked on was Evil Dead 2. And I was like, excuse me? Right. <laughs> well, and didn't. Skip also say I, it was kind of like the very beginning of this interview that he mentioned that he was brought in because the original director of Hide and Go Shriek or whatever dropped out like didn't know he just walked he, off he just walked off yeah. and so then I'm not even sure if Skip was hired to be the director but became such whenever Guy original right. director walked off and that, like, he yeah. didn't know what he was doing and all this stuff. That makes more sense. Yeah. And yeah. So I then, couldn't find anything on this movie. Yeah. I couldn't find yeah. anything online. Yeah. Well, because yeah. if I recall from that interview, Skip, he was saying that, like, the original director didn't know what he was doing. And so then the challenge for him was putting this film together. Like, he was really look at it, looking at it from an editing perspective, putting this film together in a way that made sense and was cohesive. And we just did the best we could. Like, that's literally... Yeah. Are the original director shot footage then? I believe yes. so, yes. Okay, interesting. Yep. Um, okay, well, music by John Ross, who went on to do... <laughs> Ameri- it's just what? your reaction to it. Oh, well, okay, yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah. I just, look, I just watched a bunch of films over the weekend, and they were they were all good to amazing. Uh-huh. And then I woke up and had to watch this. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was my fault. I picked it. I was going to say... Anyway, American Idol, unauthorized. That's the kind of talent this music's done. American Bible Study presents WWWE. WWE, not WWE. Oh, yeah. The World of Wildlife. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Unauthorized. Lots of unauthorized things. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes so sense. So he's gone rogue. Yep. He don't need your authorization. He's also done the music to the world's funniest moments. So if you've ever seen something and laughed at it, he was probably scoring it. <laughs> and apparently just... The concept that is Thanksgiving USA. He did the score for that. Uh, Great. <laughs> starring 
Oh, this guy, uh, this, uh, this, oh, this woman's name. I, mean, I know. Bunky Jones. And also <laughs> this woman, just in general. Like, Bunky Jones. I think it's Bonnie actually Williams. two people that's under all that hair. Yeah. Yeah. As Bonnie Williams, I'm going to be referring to her as model throughout Frankenstein yes. General Hospital she was in. This was actually her last film. She died in 2015 at 49 who, years old. Who did he say that she was dating Shannon? Oh, she was dating. Oh, was oh, oh I can't remember. Not George oh Michael, but someone that was like I George. Know. It was a musician. Oh, yeah. Seeger. Bob Seeger. Bob Seeger. She was dating Bob Seeger while she was filming this. And the scene where the buzz cut guy smacks her, her butt that mm. was apparently not scripted and bob seeger fucking called up skip that night and was like i heard this happened and skip was like have you read the script and bob seeger's like well no and he's like go read the script and then come back to me and complain about her getting her ass smacked yeah and he's like he never called back uh, this <laughs> is annette sinclair like though bob yes. seeger was dating annette sinclair not bunky bunky uh, oh uh, no i thought you were talking about the model chick no, no well i've got different we'll get to those because i'm oh. going with the trope names i hate to give people trope names but you have to in these movies so i know but i would things. Oh, so you're no, calling... No, she's like the skinny... Like, she's the skinny model girl, for yeah. sure. The other I, one's the Barbie You gotta girl. call her by her hair. Yeah. Come on. I would we just gotta... call her eating disorder. Frizz. Can we just sure. call her Frizz? I'm just calling her model chick. Fine. That's right now. Yeah. Anyway, she died in 2015. She was not dating Bob Seger. No. Uh, she was Blondie was. Barbie was. Yeah. We've got Brent... This is taking much longer now. I know. We've got Sorry. Brent Fry as Randy Flint. Get it? Slumber Party oh, Massacre God. 3. We didn't quite get to him, but he's in that series. He's also, of course, in Santa Barbara and Dallas, aren't they all? Mm-hmm. And we've got Annette Sinclair, who was dating... Bob Seger. Bob Seger. There you go. Oh, yeah, just check that. He would have been 45 or 46 at the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, well, to be fair, she, although she, she looks kind of like 30, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's playing Kim Downs. Ooh. So much clever wordplay. Uh, I've just got it down here as Barbie because there's always just one vapid blonde girl in these movies. Mm-hmm. Worked sporadically until 2011. She did one episode of Full House. We've got George Thomas. As the, I don't know, man. That's the only thing I know I can see. I don't like bringing people's careers down. These people work. They might have loved it. I know. That's fine. Literally. I'm not judging their careers. At some point in the future, <laughs> somebody is going to be like doing their retrospective <laughs> podcast and like Starfish is going to be on it or something, right? And they're going to be going through the cast just like you are. And they're going to get to Shannon Hollander and they're going to look and they'll be like, I don't know. She did an episode of Superstore. I wasn't. Oh, maybe she's in that commercial. Yeah, she's in that commercial. And, that, and then she's dead. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> That's and then this is my literal nightmare. <laughs> well, at least you didn't get fully naked on top of an elevator shaft. That is true. I did well, not have a, have a good time with it. Thanks, Dad. Uh, she didn't look like she was having a good time. No, I don't mean that. I just mean you know the stuff you're doing. Maybe these people are like maybe they're not defined by. It. Maybe they didn't want to be in fucking Black Swamp. Maybe they really loved being in Santa Barbara and Dallas and just had a great time. They got to hang out with nice people. Got to work with their friends all the time. Got to make some money. Got to do loads of fuck, coke. What the fuck's it wrong with 80s? that? No. Nope. Nope. What? <laughs> just everything. Just all of it. Speaking of speaking of coke, this killer. But we'll get. Oh there. yeah. Oh jeez. George Thomas is David Hansen, <sighs> who's still working. He's been in films like Sexual Intentions. Yes. The Mummy's Kiss. Yes. Space Girls in Beverly Hills. Yes. These don't sound like porns at all. 
I don't I, remember who is who because I couldn't even while I was watching this keep track of whose yeah, name mattered. I'll be I honest, I looked these up on IMDb and their pictures on their things. Some of them don't have pictures yep. and some do and they doesn't well, who, really help me. Who is Bolo guy? And what the, who the fuck? You've all got different code names from my He wore names. a bolo without a shirt on. Like that's how you know him. Was he the son of the store owner? No. Was he the jock who was trying to de-virginize yes. a girl? No. No. He was no, the one no, no, with no. suspenders well, then and sunglasses. He would have been sunglasses. Yeah, sunglasses. Well, then he's sunglasses. Obviously, he's famous in this movie. This movie's mostly famous for his sunglasses. I don't so know. He's I was sunglasses. more impressed by Bolo without a shirt. Yeah, on. that's true. He fucking, he doesn't take them off. <laughs> he does he eventually. Does to have he does. Sex. He does eventually, and they make the choice to zoom in on them. <laughs> yep, because it's a big deal. He is sunglasses. Oh, that's not man. up for discussion. All right. Well, who are you talking about then? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> that's what well, I was great. just saying. I try. I was spent ages looking at the pictures when they had pictures on to be trying to like. Uh, when I get to my summary, I'll know because I've okay. got the names down of the characters. I think. Yeah. As well as my code names. Excellent. Anyway, we're very professional. My favorite. <laughs> you're making me seem not. <laughs> but they made it really hard because they all look the same. Right. They all it doesn't look- matter. <laughs> Particularly the guys. Anyway. Yeah. My favorite movie that he was in is one that is a sentence that isn't even a sentence, which is called Natasha Mail Order Bride Escape to America. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are missing words in that sentence. It's oh, my God. Not, uh, I mean, it'd be fine if there was a colon. It feels like Natasha Mail Order Bride, colon, Escape to America. But there isn't. It's going to be one sentence. Okay. I think I have discovered that oh George... <laughs> Thomas, who we're talking about, is Sunglasses? So it makes sense that Sunglasses went on to star in what I can only assume are high-quality pornos. Oh, for sure. Oh, hang on. Oh, no, 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 no. Because I've got David down as the jock. Or oh, is that the wrong round? No, that's the wrong round. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, because Britain Fry... But I think one of them actually calls one of them the wrong name at one point as well, which really threw me Excellent. off because I had to rewind it. Glad neither <laughs> us nor them could remember their own yeah, names. Yeah, listen, yeah. none of it matters. Yeah, exactly. So let's push for it. Yeah. Donna Boltron as Judy Ramtees. Yes. And is she the virgin? She's not the virgin. The she's the one that does one. the striptease. That's like in. Yeah, she's the virgin. That is the virgin. Oh, that's the virgin? I don't that's why oh, yeah, it that's makes right. fucking no sense that yes. she does a striptease. Yes. Well, I thought the only girl that doesn't show her boobs is also a virgin, too. That's why. I was confused. No, right? no they didn't no, no. say she's that she was. Oh, she's a virgin. not. She's oh, not okay. Well, no. never mind. Yes, she's the virgin. This is a fucking hot mess. If, it you, is. if you're still listening, congratulations. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she worked until 2001, and what I really love is when you go to her IMDb page. See, I feel bad now because we mock people sometimes, right. but we're not mocking them. We're having fun with them. Yes. <laughs> I like to think. At, uh, having um, fun with them unconsensually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you go to her IMDb page, and again, she's not going to have written this. This is a fucking agent or someone. But they wrote, she is known for her work on Death Becomes Her. Which, if you check out what she did on Death Becomes Her, she was the body double for Meryl Yeah, Street. she was. Oh. I don't know if you're known for your work on Death Becomes Like, they literally say, known for her work on Death Becomes Her. Wait, Death it's like, her. Is, I'm, I'm looking like, at her IMDb right now. It doesn't. Oh, the known, like you're looking at the known fours? Well, no, when you read the read her thing at the top. Oh, mine, oh, mine doesn't say that. Anyway, 
Really? Yeah. Mine said, just says Donna Boltron, actress, miscellaneous crew, known for Death Becomes Her, 1922, or 1992, oh, Bikini Squad, 1993, The Naked. So those things. Yeah, I did format it differently. Then. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay, those fine. things. I take it all back. IMDb will just choose. <laughs> okay, because when I looked at it, it only had two, and it was probably, it did not look like that. Oh. Um, yeah, because when you look at it on your phone app. Mm, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, less. it only picks two, which made me think, oh, mm. that's selected, so this can't be the algorithm. No, okay. no. IMDb will choose what it believes are your most pertinent okay. credits. And so then, of course, it would put Death Becomes Her. Yeah, of course. All right. And we can't even judge her agent right. for it. We take it. We're all learning things I, Listen, here. she doesn't have an agent. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We she got doesn't. Scott Fultz, Sean Phillips. He stopped in 1992. He's been in lots of episodes of stuff, like one episode of 90210, the original one. 21 Jump Street, the original one. Quantum Leap as Buddy Holly. He was in, in some bits of She-Wolf in London, Saved by the Bell, Growing Pains, all that stuff. He's a knockoff Feldman. Okay, so Corey Feldman. Yeah, he's the knockoff Corey Feldman. Okay. We've got Rhea Pavia as Melissa Morgan. She's the one who I've just called, uh, she's the redhead. Who's She's brawly. She's the only one that doesn't show her tits. Yeah. 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 Exactly. She worked until 2008. She was actually in How I Met Your Mother. That was like her last thing, I think. Oh, really? She was in Dharma and Greg, Santa Barbara, Candyman 1. We'll get to her later in the year. Freddy's Nightmares TV show, also Growing Pains, and The New Adventures of Superman. Hmm. And then we've got Sean Canan as John Robbins. He has worked a lot yeah. and is still going. Uh, straight away after this movie, he was actually, I think, the main bad guy in Karate Kid Part 3. Mm-hmm. He's in Sunset Beach for 54 episodes. The New Adventures of Superman That's as well, what I knew him from episode. was Karate Kid. He was in The Young and the Restless for 122 episodes. Yeah. Maybe you recognized him from there. Nah. Desperate Housewives, General Hospital for 125 episodes. And The Bold and the Beautiful for... 677 episodes. Get it, buddy. Yep. Upcoming movie, Craigslist Mafia. Yes. What? And and then we have Jeff Levine as Fred. Now, this person's a little famous. He went on to produce Face Off. He worked with Nick Cage on a lot of stuff. City of Angels, 8mm Snake Eyes, Bringing Out the Dead, The Family Man. Also produced Slither, The Fourth Kind, ATM, and Pitch Perfect 1 and 2. Oh, wow. Budgeted $300,000 estimated Shot in three weeks in an abandoned warehouse in downtown LA, probably without permission, in the summer. I told you, Shannon, when we saw that yep. one shot of downtown, I was like, that looks like downtown LA. Yep, 100%. <laughs> yep, it was. All right, then. And Let's talk to about the movie, let everyone know that is still what downtown LA looks like at night. <laughs> All right, so we begin with pretty dramatic drums, some sirens. We're in a city, guys. Uh, yes. As the camera pans across a beautiful sunrise or sunset, it's hard to tell. And we zoom Hitchcockian style toward a warehouse. Oh, God. And we find some dude who's shaving, but not very close because there's a lot of stubble left. Very bad yeah. shaving. And then he begins to put makeup on and then a hat and a tie. And he heads out to pick up a streetwalker. And we're in a silent film at this point. Yeah. I fucking love this lineup of streets. I know. <laughs> it's like going to a deli. Right. It's just insane. Yeah. Yep. And there's like a mix of like women and guys and they all look too scared. Well, um, they're more until... like repulsed. Yeah. They make yeah. it seem like he's no face. Like right. he's, they make it well, just, yeah, in, it's ridiculous. He's in drag and wearing a hat. What could be more repulsed? He's not in drag. Uh, he he's is. got he put, just makeup put makeup on. He's in a suit. 
Yeah, yeah, but that's not in drag. Yeah, he's oh. got like man drag makeup style on. makeup on, but he doesn't have, but he has male clothing on. It's weird. It's not yeah. terrifying. Like, especially in facetious. downtown LA in the 80s, I don't feel like that would be the weirdest thing they've seen all yes. night. Well, in this anyway. movie, it is. <laughs> anyway. But there's one woman right at the end of the line who doesn't seem to give a shit. Yeah. So. For some <sighs> reason, he chooses a woman. Yeah, well, they, so they have sex against the wall, and then he kills her during sex. Yep. But yeah. not even in like a climactic moment because she's no. just sort of breathe. It's yeah, so it's, it's so the worst weird. Sex it's you've the, ever a hundred percent. It is. It's not good for anyone. No one is enjoying <laughs> that sex. And even the wall. Right, a hundred. The brick yeah. wall is like, stop using me for this. <laughs> <laughs> I and it's really just consent. like it's like the opening to a really cheap 80s music yes. video yeah. that's yes yes that's like. what i was like i was like she's straight out of like uh who's the addicted to love guy of that music video oh yeah <laughs> and you don't get a kill really either yeah you don't see anything just falls on the floor and you're like okay great Which i was like know, yes know what this my is kind of i want to know like once and for all if you stab someone in the stomach does blood come out of their mouth I know. Immediately. Le- no, I think you'd have to stab in them in the every yeah. film, this happens. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Also, like it take a long time to die. It'd be like Reservoir yeah. Dogs. Yeah, 100%. She would be fine for like a long time. Yeah. It's a tiny little pin knife. She could just hobble yeah. to an ER. She'd and be, be totally fine. fine. I do want to, sorry, it's too late to backtrack, but I do want to say I have seen this before, obviously, and I picked it because when I saw it, I was watching a lot of slash movies. I was trolling through all of the 80 slash movies, and I got to this one. I was like, that was surprisingly fun. We'll see how we go. Uh, you said this one was? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I had a good time. Don't you remember the first time Were like, you I watched drinking? it? <laughs> I was on my own for quite a while. Oh, uh, there it is. Some people are really excited about this movie. Well, those people are dumb. Have they um, seen other movies? Yeah. <laughs> it really genuinely it was sticking out. I mean, obviously, obviously, it was never a great movie, but in my head, I was like, this is a bad movie, but this is a fun bad movie, you know? So we get the title card to Triumphant Brass, but like obviously like little keyboard brass. Mm-hmm. And then we fade into a shot of two guys just working out to let you know these are men. Yeah. Um, so manly. And I thought it might be found footage for a second, <laughs> just because the quality of the print sadly hasn't been preserved great. Yeah. And, he's, and he looks like he's looking into camera at the yep. beginning. Yeah. So I was like, oh, are we going found footage? There are yeah. some definite latent homosexual vibes happening oh, here. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. Well, yeah. This doesn't come back. Yeah, this does not come back, but this first scene, you're like, okay, just right. make out already. And he's motivating it's... him with a banana. It's weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's, it he's in literally like, come and have a shower with me right. while eating a banana suggestively. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, which one is it then? So you've got Kevin Bacon. You got red tank top. That's what I called him. So it's the one who owns, it's the one whose father yeah. owns yes. the store is still working out. And yeah, it's the other one who's trying to tempt him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's ca- yep, it's yep, a yep. Karate Kid versus Red Tank again. Top. <laughs> That's what yep. I'm calling him. Which doesn't come back again, which is very strange because no. there was a very clear like, oh, that one's definitely into that yeah. one. Yeah. But listen, we'll which get into it. Which I kind of would have found refreshing because this was the only coupling that I believe right. in this entire <laughs> movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. The rest of them, what are you doing together? Yeah, we'll get into it. But clearly the writer of this film has some suppressed homosexual urges. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, Michael Kelly. Um, it's okay. There's a lot of that in this in the slasher genre. Yeah, yeah. Freddy's uh, the second Freddy movie is very very famous. Well, for it. it's fantastic. the whole no pun intended climax of this film is all about how the writer doesn't want to be gay. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, yeah, we can get, there's ways to read it on there, but I don't know if anyone really has thought about it that hard, but. So now we're with the ladies, they're all dressed in pastels, as is traditional for the 80s. Mm-hmm. Lots of pink, lots of aquamarine blues. Yeah, right. pastels. They're discussing how they're going to trick their parents so they can go to the party tonight. Yes. Uh, which is, this is the way you introduce men with weightlifting. Right. <laughs> Women, big sort of shopping bags, talking about right. how they can get in to the towels. party. Getting dressed. So to be fair, okay, so we're going to get, yeah, who Barbie girl, who's the blonde one who was dating Bob Seger or whatever. We got a brunette one who I ended up calling model. Frizzy hair. She's super skinny. She's just big hair. And she's walking around in her towel talking about getting married. Right. Uh, She's going to get married to the son of the guy who owns this furniture store that most of the movie is going to take place in. And she's going to college at the same time. Yeah. And then, yeah, the car girls turn up, which is one of them's the virgin girl. And the other ones, yeah, the redhead who's wearing the dinosaur earrings, yeah. which is fucking awesome. That's the best part of this film is those dino earrings. <laughs> yep. And to be fair, yeah, the skinny model girl who's just come out of the shower, she's wearing a towel on her head yeah. and her body. Yeah. Like, at least it's not like any of these other movies right. where they're just like, oh, yeah, let's just have a conversation where I'm completely naked right. in front of you. Because they have to unleash this her twin that's hiding in her hair. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm not yeah. convinced that there isn't just like a second face on the back of her head that she's trying to cover up. Oh, Jesus. Probably. It's insane. It's insane. And now, because we need balance, we introduce two more guys. We've got the jokey kid who looks so much younger than everybody. Yes. He looks, especially <laughs> yeah. as we get later into this film, it's like, it's, did his parents have to sign a release for him to do this? He looks like he is 12 years old. It's it will insane. get really uncomfortable it later, too. so uncomfortable. That. Yep. And then we got a guy who I'm just yeah going to refer to as sunglasses, who's like the comedy guy. He's the Ugh. funny dude. He's trying to be ducky. Yeah, and he, to be. he looks like. Do you remember? I couldn't remember. I forgot to look it up. Do you remember that show? And it was a guy who was purposely dressed up like a mannequin with like blonde, sleek back hair and sunglasses, and he would introduce cartoons on like the kids' channel. He'd introduce like Batman and stuff like that in like the late '90s, early '90s or whatever. Nope. Mm-hmm. He, he looked just like that. It was like this sunglasses always on, looks like a mannequin, is just going to be grinning all the time. Chilling. Mm, weird. Chilling. All right. Then the jock turns up, and yeah, we're going to find out they're all going to go party at his dad's store, which is a furniture store. So we're getting callbacks to Chopping Mall. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, uh, at, at this point, I'm already like, why do we want to party <laughs> at the furniture store? Well, I get it as a concept. The reality. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. Like, when I was a teen, if someone was like, hey, we're going to go party at this furniture store, I'd probably be down, but I would have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it's... the concept of, like, you have nowhere to be alone without parental supervision, but also, do they not have anywhere else? Yeah. Like, they I don't seem like they have the most married. responsible parents. <laughs> right. So it's like, I feel like one of you has a house that you can lie to a parent and like, whatever. Well, we don't even party. see any parents. Yeah, if you're going to do that, yeah. you need some pushback from the parents yeah. so we get why they have to right. go somewhere right. like 100%. this. Right, 100%. Because we're going to say that Jock's dad is like, doesn't even register him on a radar. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he will notice yeah. at all no. if you have a party at the house. Yeah. Yeah. They just want to tick off the boxes by this I point. Know. And that's why I do think this is kind of worth watching in a way, because like by this point, it's like the slasher genre has been, the tropes right. have been so tired out. They're just like, cool. You just get the teams together. Yep. They got to go party somewhere. We've introduced a red herring at the beginning. Yep. 
and then off we go. Yeah. That's it. Sunglasses just got a new haircut, apparently, which I love. I just some of this dialogue, man. I said, hey, it's just a haircut. It costs like six bucks. Right. Three bucks, like, he said, I thought. No, he said six. He Did said he? Six, yeah, right? he does. He said six hey. bucks. Well, I think that's what he's saying. I think he's saying like pretty expensive. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's supposed to be like my mom didn't do it this time. Yeah, <laughs> splashed out. Yeah, I paid six like, dollars. Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Yeah. And this is the weirdest bit for me is this: the young kid who looks like a child is throwing a fucking tantrum. Yeah, just out of nowhere because he's not sure how much he likes his girlfriend. Yeah, it's also or weird. just the girl that he is supposed to be hooking up with. Right. Yeah. And he's really grumpy about yeah. it. Yeah. And I will say, we've watched a lot of bad movies on these shows. Yes. And it's sometimes it's hard to know where to place blame. Uh-huh. You know? With this one, obviously, let's be honest, nobody's doing a good job. Right. And I mean, on any side of the camera. Mm-hmm. However, there are scenes in this movie where I'm like, these actors. <laughs> like, the bits are just like, there's a way to read this scene where it's just bad, but it's fine. It's like Slumber Party Massacre. Let's right. move along. Mm-hmm. But the way this kid does this scene, yes. and then the way in particular the model girl does some scenes later. Oh, my God. It's oh, my God. Like, oh, it's just so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the writing is bad, but you could make, you can do the writing and still just, like, make it fine. Yeah. You can plaster over bad yeah. writing. Yeah. We are coming up to my favorite part in this whole fucking film, which is... Okay. Whenever the girls join them and they're all just yes. in a line getting ready to leave <laughs> and they have a ripoff of Walk oh, yeah. This Way playing because they clearly can't afford the rights to the actual Walk This oh, Way. Oh, it's close. <laughs> it is so close. And then they all do the weird like in a line dance move. And then well, <laughs> they get in the car and we cut to them doing the Chinese fire drill, running around the car and switching seats, you know, like the wacky teens do. Is that what it's called? Yes. Never, it's like, a Chinese fire drill. What That's what they is. call it. it. I don't know why it is called that. I'm sure it is rooted in something offensive. Uh, yeah, so. I know. As you said that, I was like, I don't know. I've never looked into why it's called yeah, that. Yeah, I have absolutely no terrible. idea why it is called that. As we talked about at the top of this episode, ingrained words. We're doing our, we're doing our best. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this is this is the trajectory of this movie. At this oh, point, yeah. yeah, I've got. I wrote down. They walk this way into the adventure of their lives. Is what's one of them is called. That's it. right. <laughs> and then for some reason they all jump out of the car because I didn't know about this fire drill thing at a stop sign, run around yep. it, get back in, almost Benny Hill style. Yes. And I wrote down. I love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was like. Okay, I have no idea what is happening, but this is great. <laughs> Because at this point, I have no idea why we're going to the furniture store, why that is interesting in any way, shape, or form. Like, what the one girl's talking about getting married. Is she actually getting married? Like, I have no concept of what the story is that I'm supposed to be latching on to. But if it's going to be parties like this, yeah, great. 100%. I'm here party. for what is an offensive fire drill. What they're aiming for is Dazed and Confused. Can you imagine if there was like a slasher that was as good as Dazed and Confused with characters and actual oh, moments? But that would be a so it. good. Let's oh, make so that. Whew. Anyway, just for clarity then, Sunglasses is dating Barbie. Mm-hmm. And she's 100% like way older than everybody yeah. else here. So it's a little strange. Yeah. The hair model uh, woman is dating the son of the furniture store. Right. Who we just called John. Yeah, who we're calling the jock, right? Yeah. 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 Because he's just got his shirt open the whole time. Yeah, he does. Which I'm okay with. 
And then we got the redhead who's dating the child. <laughs> yeah, who's who's dating the so child. So creepy. That's appropriate. And then we've got, uh, uh, I think it's called David, David Jock. He's with the Virgin. Yeah, I'm calling him Red Tank Top. He's Kevin okay. Bacon. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Okay. That works too. So many words. Yeah, but now we all know um, who we're talking about. That's good. Yeah, yeah. now we know who's, who's with whom. Yeah, we know um, uh, the people that are listening to this that haven't seen this film have no fucking idea, but that's fine. Honestly, this is the better way to experience this film because you want to know what I had very little <laughs> idea of while watching it? Anything that was fucking happening. So you're right where I was, guys. You're right where I was. If this seems confusing, if you're like, I can't even follow this podcast, welcome to my experience of the film. <laughs> Look, buy movies, support movies, whatever. This one's on YouTube. You can't actually watch this on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, I would use Don't even split up pay money things. for this. Do not save I your money. On Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they get to the back of the furniture store. Uh, there's the guy called Fred who turns up. He's got tattoos all over his arms, all over his yeah. He looks all spooky and scary. He's like half bald with dark, sullen eyes. So he's up to no good. Right. He's loading stuff into the back of the furniture store. And they're 100% red flagging. This is the uh, killer that we saw earlier. Which makes no sense because the killer we saw earlier was clearly blonde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And, and a very different sort of And very frame. different build. Yeah. However, I don't. I can see how if this guy put a lot of makeup on, that I would be a little bit more scared of him. That's true. I mean, he definitely has makeup on because his eyes are ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> like lipstick, but makeup. like pretty know, makeup. Yeah. This is my favorite thing because they go into the furniture store, but they obviously don't have access to a furniture store other than yeah. the front shots. So all they can do is put over a tannoy system. Uh, uh, you're in a furniture store yeah. and the furniture store is going to close in a minute. Say bye to the furniture store. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, it's just, just called rish. fine furniture. Like that's all. It, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. And it all just feels like an abandoned warehouse because yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. For the whole movie. You never get to actually, where at least in shopping malls, like, no, we're in a mall and we're going into the front of an actual furniture store. Right. And it felt like some production and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There I was much production value, would you say? I mean, if it had more budget, then it's not fair to pitch it against each other. But I feel there are smarter ways to do this yeah. than the, how they've handled it here. Well, listen, uh, they apparently had no budget. According to that interview with Skip, they had no lights. They used a skateboard for a dolly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. Which, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Like, if you've got, like, you got smooth floors, honestly, I've been on productions where people buy all the toys or rent all toys. If you're on a smooth floor, you're a fool yeah. if you're spending loads of money on something when you could just use something right. else that has wheels to like get a nice simple shot but whatever father leaves locks up and this is where we get a little <laughs> bit of exposition oh not a little told. bit of exposition we get all <laughs> of the exposition in like I just always like did you see your son oh no but i'm no. sure he oh, left like yeah i sent it to your office i'm kid. sure he left i don't give a shit <laughs> by the way i'm letting this ex-con live here who is in prison for armed robbery but i think he's keeping the store safer because we haven't had any robberies oh don't you think that's because of the shatterproof windows though oh i don't know maybe (laughs) (laughs) we're getting so many details like all in this one like two minute conversation between dad slash store owner and random worker which i'm just gonna say random grip on set that got thrown into the film probably 
It's just yeah. called efficient writing, Shannon. Yeah. They're giving you all that info you need in one scene, right. delivering it through real exposition. Right. And, I, and I'm into it. I'm buying it all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, yeah, sure. He's like a sympathetic father who wants to give an ex-con another chance. Until he says, oh, yeah, I'll let him live there. Yeah, just living <laughs> in the store. <laughs> the shatterproof windows is what got me because I was like, okay, thanks. You really want to make sure we know that there's no way these kids are getting out. <laughs> we saw, we went through just a whole montage where he's locking everything. And then they make the the creepy tattoo man scary to me because he picks up some spring onions, yeah. which is my personal arch nemesis. If he just ran around the store after Al with spring onions, that would be <laughs> Al's nightmare. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then yeah. we watch him cook, which I think was just the equally best as terrifying video to Katie. ever. <laughs> I just want to watch well, this man cook atrociously. I know. Can we make a YouTube series of like how I serial killers cook? <laughs> Ex-con and how cooking. does it work though? Because he goes in, he gets something out of a chest, and we see in the chest there's S and M gear. Yeah, in yep. this chest. Yeah, we're gonna find out later. Obviously, he's not the killer, and we'll get to that later. So, but why does he have this chest of S and M gear? Because he is a homosexual and he's a deviant. <laughs> so they just get given a chest. Today. I honestly, I think that <laughs> you that, come uh, out of prison. You have to go through the like homosexual. Right, I think that they are trying to plant him. We're tr- we're supposed to think that he's going to be the killer, right? And then sure. the turn is, without getting there quite yet, is that no, he maybe just had a homosexual lover. So then clearly he must be into S and M and all sorts of yeah. taboo stuff. Ugh. Just listen. That's going to be confusing the when yeah, the killer's going to be wearing some SM. Does the killer get their SM from this box then, or did they bring their own? Well, uh, that is so unclear where the killer <laughs> is getting. A, all of their costume changes, I guess, are from what we will discover the fucking mannequins in the furniture store, for which there are literally hundreds <laughs> of mannequins in the furniture store, which makes. One of my favorite lines, Al, you've ever written, less sense than nonsense. (laughs) 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 And and I assume that he is getting the S&M gear from that closet because as we find out later that there's a relationship there and that he wasn't. So maybe he has access because of (laughs) the S&M gear. Right. I don't. I don't know. Listen, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Um, Already, at this point, I just need for everyone to know that in my notes, at this point, I have written three times, wait, what is happening at different times? None of this makes sense. Wait, huh? What is going on? Already, we're 20 minutes into the film, maybe. We've got some kids, they come to party. That's it. They come to party. They're going to have a good time in this furniture store. And we're going to prove this because this film, more than any other film I think I've ever seen, is going to have people getting kissy kissy. Yeah. There's a lot of getting kissy kissy. Oh my God, so much Sunglasses kissy, kissy. and Barbie are going to start it off as soon as they get in there. Yeah. It's like, let's just get kissy kissy. We, we don't have time for anything right. else. And this isn't like passionate, like, oh, we've just like met at a club and we want to make out. This is like, no, no, we're used to each other. We're a bit bored. Just get yeah. a little kissy kissy. He starts undoing his belt <laughs> as if that's the next logical step right. from kissy kissy. <laughs> And then they also do the old thing of like when you're in a movie and you're like, just make it, make everything seem exciting. And like, oh, cool. Give me a beer. And like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> we've got a beer. <laughs> Everyone's very excited, which I haven't been a teenager for a while. Maybe beers are that exciting. I don't know. 
Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you get beers as a teenager and you're just trying to play it cool. Oh, yeah. I do this all yeah. the time. Yeah. But here's the thing. Though. I understand that they didn't have the budget for lights. Uh-huh. However, I don't understand why the characters wouldn't turn on lights. Right? <laughs> yes. Right? Complete. Especially. Or why a man in sunglasses will walk around in the dark without right? taking his sunglasses off. Well, and especially since this furniture store is fucking huge because it's yeah. not a furniture store it's over three plus levels yeah we're never 100 percent sure we hear of a third level well and then there's like a confusing. cave in the basement or some right. shit like yep yeah just keeps going down there's a dungeon yeah i don't know and they're all running around in the dark deciding let's check this out one of them exclaims it's gonna be the night of my life literally oh <laughs> god dead. yeah like i said mannequins everywhere we get more brilliant. Like they're all sort of starting to jump out on each other and spook yeah. each other in the dark. There are great there's lines lots of dialogue. Of fake the girls scares. get so upset about the fake yeah. scares. Yeah. Well, particularly oh model hair woman. She's like, "You're a stupid jerk face." Yeah. yeah, you tell them. Yeah. Oh, and I love the excuse they give for all the mannequins. The reason the mannequins are there is because yeah. the owner of the store, Jack's dad, thinks that they make it look more realistic, more like you can like more well, I think, lived I think it's in. More lived yeah, in. more lived yeah. in. That's it. <laughs> But more Which, like to, and then they cut to like a, a mannequin that's dressed not in a nightgown, just like laying on one right. of the beds. And it's, I was like, yeah. well, if you want to make it more lived in, maybe put her in sleeping clothes. Right. And these mannequins <laughs> like the also co- look thrashed. Like yeah. they look like they've been to war already. They probably went and pulled them out of a dumpster. Yeah. Like hundred percent. And uh, then put them in these it, shots. These are free mannequins that they got somewhere. What's hilarious is normally you'd get a scene of them like hanging out, getting a little drunk, and then at some point they get bored and someone would be like, hey, do you want to play a game? And then they go, let's try this. Like, no, let's not do this game. Oh, let's do this. No. And then someone would go, I know the game. Yeah. But nope. Instead, (laughs) the Barbie girl's just like, let's play hide and go seek. And like, all right. And they just go. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone just bolts. (laughs) Just do it. You're it. it. No discussion. No like rule making. No like, just like, sure, sounds great. We can all just yeah. go get kissy kissy. Yeah. And then we'll go hide to some funky music. Yeah. And you got a, the jock dude making out with a virgin behind a couch. Barbie then starts looking. By the way, Barbie waits for about 30 seconds. And then we cut back to her and she goes, well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, right. ten. And then just goes looking up. They're like, what? Oh. Yeah. Listen, nothing makes sense. I guess, oh, we ha- um. have we mentioned, we're introduced to the this elevator system that's in this furniture store oh. that is... The most unsafe elevator in the history of elevators. Yeah. It's a warehouse elevator. <laughs> well, it's just an open landing. Yeah. But even warehouse elevators have these, like, yeah, metal grid locks down. that come down, and they don't operate without that. Yeah. Like, this is literally, like, a hop-on, hop-off elevator. Yeah, it's so weird. It's very I mean, dangerous. T- to be fair, to be fair, though, this is the thing. I mean, yeah. Obviously not a furniture store because they're not in a furniture store. But they obviously didn't make anything for this. This is definitely just whatever elevator they had in the abandoned warehouse. I'm more just impressed that this elevator worked in this abandoned warehouse that they found. It looks real old. It's before there was building codes, guys. (laughs) It looks real old. Yeah. The son and the model just start undressing as if it's that time. Oh, should we hide and seek? Cool. Let's just start undressing. I mean, we're getting married anyway. Yeah, 100%. can't. Because this is what teenagers do. And then in a scene that's <laughs> very hard to describe unless you watch it. 
And for me to say as a guy in the right way, because I could sound bad in both ways, but I don't care. I'm just going to say because this woman has incredible breasts and she somehow manages to make her taking off her top and showing them for a long time to the camera incredibly unsexy (laughs) because she's trying so hard to look sexy. And it's like if you can manage to not look sexy while showing off breasts that are that amazing, Mm -hmm. that's an accomplishment. She deserves a medal, to be honest. Wow. Her acting only gets scene. better from here, so. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, she's the one. I'd, well, we'll get to it when we get. I don't want to get. We need to move faster through this film because it is not worth this much time okay. in anyone's life. Well, I mean, but this is most movie. Most of the movie, I mean, the movie is just people getting watched by some stalker. Right. And then we're going off and getting kissy kissy. Right. Bobby, at this point, keeps getting spooked by the mannequins. Yep. Everyone's doing some very wet smooching. Yep. The child boy is being a real dick yeah, to I know. the redhead. So she's like, all right, well, I guess we can just be friends. But then she kisses him anyway. And then he's like, ooh. Oh, maybe. Oh, I think my balls just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then my, maybe my favorite cutaway, the tattoo convict in the dungeon is just flexing his hand muscles. Right. <laughs> no. Squeezy. So the best scene for him is him not using his oh, yeah. little like Bowie knife to chop up pork and spring onions for it. I mean, he has a whole walk set yeah, up down. He does. I'm very impressed by elements of this. And the fact that he's like using fresh ingredients, he's like making something semi-complex. He's not just, you know, microwaving or boiling something. And then, so he doesn't chop anything up, but he uses his Bowie knife to stir it yeah. in the wok. <laughs> and then we don't even get to see the finished result. I was like, that was all I was waiting for, was to just like see him sitting down in front of his like masterpiece theater or whatever he watches. And like, a nice <laughs> like Wes Anderson eating his food. stir fry. Yeah, like right. watching him present it to himself. But no, we get him with like a jug of wine and a hand flexor. Yeah. It's like, this is maniac. bullshit. Well, yeah. So every now and then they remind us that he's down there doing his his cuisine. I know. And, flex, and flexing and his flexing, muscles. Yeah. But yeah. So they can't like they can't find they find a bunch of them, but they can't find sunglasses because he's off pulling his pranks, classic pranks like jumping out and screaming while waving your hands in the air. Yep. Yeah. And then someone locks them all in with chains and stuff, which you'd have to do that from outside, wouldn't you? Yes. No, and this was also. Super confusing because you see all of the like locking that the dad does earlier, right? There's a lot of locking yeah. and now there's more locking and I have no understanding of what the actual geography is. I'm like, what are you locking them into? Well, they're locking, he's locking them into the store because right. the dad locked from the inside that you could have unlocked and just walked out because oh, okay. his dad like deadbolted from the inside, whereas this guy has a padlock. Right. That he can only oh, okay. open. So, he locked it from so the he's inside, locked it so that they can't get out. Yes, exactly. Okay. It's enough. so confusing. It is confusing. And because it was so much fun the first time, they were going to hide again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, how long are we going to do this for? All right? night. Well, that's the thing. I was like, <laughs> what is the passage of time here? Yeah, right? it definitely is time standing still in yeah, some of this. Yeah, because the way... It's because this is a dark movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a very... Well, because they had no lights and they were like, let's shoot without any lights. And it feels like as they're playing this game that the characters know, oh, a lot of time has passed too. We've been hidden behind this couch for a while yeah. and just no one cares. 
It's like, this is just how I'm going to spend my evening playing the lamest game of hide and go seek ever. Well, also, if you you actually did hide and go seek in that place, which is not, you'd never, with no lights, they don't have torches, you'd never find anybody. Yeah. No. Someone's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Just from hiding. Yeah. So, yeah, the young kid is getting kissy kissy with redhead. And then she says, I've got to surprise you. Oh, this is heartbreaking. Yeah. The scene where the like hot blonde girl gives her this lingerie hmm. and you're like that's nice that's not gonna fit her yeah <laughs> like even look at your height difference just height wise that's not gonna fit her have you ever tried to put a romper on that a tall person wears it's not gonna fit you like no that, that is going places you don't want that to go honey like well <laughs> thank god she doesn't try to fit into this she holds it up to herself and it doesn't even cover yeah. one boob yeah 100%. like that's not going over your whole shoulders yep. what do you think is gonna happen <laughs> well yeah she goes off takes forever yeah. <laughs> she's just like i'm just gonna settle in now put some perfume on it's like can you put perfume on before like <laughs> so weird it is decides just to waste I, and i wrote it down it's like why is she wasting so much running water and it's because that's how i know kill yep. killer i was like why is this water even what on what is happening so she gets got in a really terrible kill by dunking her face into the basin in the weirdest, just like non-struggle yeah. but at yeah. least they did bother to do a below a bowl shot I yeah guess. that yeah. was a, interesting it's the mm-hmm. most creative shot here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is the worst thing. The killer is there. I mean, ironically, because it's a dark film lit in this, right. in this scene. And doing everything he can to not be seen by the yes. camera. Like yeah. someone just said, no, on the last take, we saw too much of your face. He's like, all right, I'll just keep turning it away. And it doesn't work no. at all with the actions he's doing. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense. And you know what is like the least terrifying about this killer ever? Is that you can clearly see his like receding hairline and that he's like you know middle-aged just like normal dude right like other than the fact that when we get the reveal that he's wearing makeup and all that like if you took the makeup off it would be like sam in accounting like yeah (laughs) which can be scary if you play that right because it can be scary to think this is just an average person makes it spooky i found that really scary in slumber party massacre right but nope if he had a kind of weapon of some kind like that was his signature weapon i could see that he could be intimidating but he's just using quote-unquote brute force which he is not brute like he's just he is scrawny he kills someone with a mannequin hand later let's not even get into that (laughs) yet and i but i do appreciate that this movie already has original messaging in that the first person dead is the girl that doesn't show her tits all the true. girls yep. that show their tits uh, last a little bit longer. That's true. That's so true. original. And she was messaging. she was the most she was the more interesting character. To yeah, me. she was the one I was like wanted to see more of, yeah. and particularly after Chopping Mall because she is like the Chopping Mall character. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's like what this is. When we cut back to Corey Feldman looking very disgusting. Like I just I can't. It makes my skin crawl to think of this Him like in child underwear. in his underwear on yeah, that bed. Yeah, he's hilarious. I mean, I don't know what to tell men to do when women do this, where they're like, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go slip into something more comfortable. Like, I don't really know what to tell you to do in that time. However, I don't know that anyone has it figured out because (laughs) the response is not get down to your tidy whities and lay 
on a bed sexily mm-hmm. over the covers with like your hands behind your head mm-hmm. like it doesn't yeah. work well, no, for but that's anybody one of the things that's hard for for, for men speakers of men is, is i know like, but i'm saying i'm saying i don't have a solution but i feel like we need to keep talking about to not it look appropriately sexy and like, like there are all these things women can do if they're not like traditionally objectively sexy but to look sexy whereas with men it's like if you're not traditionally objectively sexy it's like no one wants to see you in your tidy whities lying on the bed. You know, like there's nothing you can do to hide it. There's nothing you can do to sex it up. It's just like if you don't have an amazing body, it's not. But even kind of in an acceptable. amazing, I mean, I guess I would say like it's not no men are sexy doing that. But at the same time, I'm like. If Brad like, Pitt's on a bed in his like tidy whities lying back with his arms behind it, he looks amazing. I don't know. I, I mean, know. I would jump on that bed. <laughs> Listen, what's know. really happening, if this were like, a, we were like talking in reality, it's that the dude is playing games on his phone and trying not to yes. fall asleep. <laughs> yes. That's what's really happening in those yeah. moments. Whenever the girl is like, let me slip into something a little more comfortable. Like, I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest. I've never got it anyway. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, you're down. So we're like, chemistry is going well. Uh-huh. We're yep. feeling like yes. intimate. Yes. And now you're going to diffuse that yes. by going away to change into yes. something else. Something that's which probably I'm more hoping difficult just going, for me right, to get well, off yeah. of you. And then I'm just hoping it's going to be off you within a minute yeah. of being back in the bed. It's like, I never got yeah. it. And I personally don't find lingerie sexy yeah. anyway. So I, I, will, I will say that I remember being so confused by lingerie because I was like, I don't, because un- for this exact thing of like, I'm supposed, wait, I, in order for this to really be effective for me, I'd have to wear it underneath my clothing. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. And, uh, that's just not You just really have to be casually out. wearing that. Right? Because yeah. I'm not. Because exactly that. You don't, Like, who the fuck stops something to be like, let me change out of these I clothes know. into other clothes that More are clothes complicated like you clothes. don't want to see that you're just going to take off anyway? It's going to be like a fucking Rihanna concert and you're going to like just keep changing between songs without anyone noticing somehow. Yeah. It's yeah. Ridiculous. Listen, I don't know. Maybe I'm doing it wrong, guys, but that's what's happening. Maybe everybody's doing it wrong. Yep. Anyway, so the virgin lady, she doesn't want to have sex for the first time with people around. So, of course, her boyfriend's like, oh, right. Okay. You're the fine. worst. For starters, I don't really get why they're together anymore. Anyway. No. It seems like a weird match. They shouldn't be. But then he's like, no, don't worry. I'll wait. And, he, and his quote is, I'm planning for a very long and sexy future. Yes. <laughs> he has the and best And at the end life. of that sentence would be without you. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's just honestly not fair at this point because they have been hardcore making out. Yeah, they have. And he is a teenage boy. Like, for you to just continuously keep stopping this and then to be like, oh, I want to wait. Oh, no, I want this. Oh, no. But we'll continue to make out like we have been making out. It's like, girl. You got to choose a lane. (laughs) You do. Like, you can't just like, you either have to like dial it back or you have to like push forward. Disagree. Disagree. As a hardcore tease. Disagree. (laughs) (laughs) At least do like over close action. Like there is nothing else happening. None of it matters anyway. Because this this guy is very gay for his friend. I know. 100%. I'm still holding out for them. He has a very sexy, sexy future with his male friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm planning for a very long, <laughs> a, a very long and sexy future where 
I cheat I'm on you. I'm just waiting for the, uh, the actual yeah. love of my life. Mm-hmm. My male I'm just friend. waiting for the government to send me my uh, S&M gear kit right. as an honorary <laughs> gay. Because according to this movie, that is all is what happens. Yeah. So Sunglasses, he wants a threesome with Barbie and a mannequin. He's really into these mannequins. Yeah. <laughs> so they get all kissy-kissy, but then they hear the elevators, and then they go and hide. I genuinely wish anyone I've ever met in my entire life was as into anything as these kids are into this game. Oh, my God. Like, they're so into hide-and-go-seek. Which in England, we just call hide-and-seek, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, hide-and-seek. We don't call hide-and-go-seek. They fucking... They love it. Mm -hmm. They absolutely love it. And I don't really get the appeal. So, yeah, the young kid finally gets bored of waiting for his surprise. And then he goes to look for the red-haired... Yeah, and then someone in a nighty like runs by giggling, which are the two worst scenes. Right. Yep. And he sees their face, and it's clearly yes, clearly someone like like a guy wearing all this stuff. Yes. Yep. And they show no tattoos. Right. So not the guy you're trying to tell us it is. Yeah. So that was bad. He's also choice. clearly blonde. <laughs> There's no light, but it's lit well enough to say. He is a blonde man. <laughs> Not this dark-headed, tattooed, very evil-looking ex-con. And plus, this ex-con cannot scamper like no. this person. <laughs> There's no way. No yeah. way. He's like he's shuffling around like Frankenstein in the basement. Right. But yeah, he, he like gets the kid. Actually lifts him, which was kind of impressive because mm-hmm. they do it in like one shot, like yeah. lifts him above his head, and yeah. I was like, how did that happen? <laughs> Which I guess is why they picked such a small guy I guess. for this role. Like, Maybe, honestly. Yeah. yeah, probably. They they actually had the forethought to think, hang on, how do we do this scene? Rather than just go, we'll figure it out. And then he gets impaled on art, which for the record is how I now want to go. Impaled I want to go on impaled art. on art. Yeah. I'll see if I can arrange that. Thanks. I mean, well, not necessarily impaled, just like killed where by art. Interior okay. design is. I think now, that will actually like, happen for you. I feel like we've circled <laughs> back to this decor anyway so i'm sure you could find probably something really similar to this yeah that's true. that we could just have in our house and yeah. you know one day it is very it, it does remind me very much of beetlejuice this decor yeah and, and there's nothing else like it in the rest of the story yeah no not at all show. oh yeah just this all like and they show it before and you're like oh someone's getting impaled on that the, the whole purpose yeah. of this being here is for someone to be impaled great I think the artist that made that at the time that they were making it was like, <laughs> yeah, this what... is designed for someone to die on. Yeah. Well, Sunglasses and Barbie, despite them constantly being like, oh, cool, we can hang out here. Oh, no, let's go take a look around. And then you come back and then they're just hanging out somewhere else. Like, they're just in this fucking nightmare circle. Yeah. And then they, uh, yeah, they're hanging out again. And then it's like, no, let's go look for them again. So they're just wandering around, biting time. And Model then turns out she's mocking she pissed. Yeah, she's pissed. Yeah. She's mocking the, the her boyfriend, who's the son, for being so quick. And this is really horrible bullying, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Not aided by the fact that she's a terrible actress. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like I was telling Shannon. I don't know. I was like, girl, maybe he's done. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that he's done with you. Like... <laughs> Let's keep going. Right. It's like, I don't understand this whole thing of women being like, five minutes. It's like, there are other options here. Yeah. 10 seconds for this or guy. Or whatever. And then was Barbie and sunglasses seconds. turn up. I know. And then Barbie and sunglasses turn up and start shaming him too. Right. It's like, all right, guys, come on. Yeah. But we get more good lines from it. Like, buzz off, buzz head. Oh, my God. 
Yep. Yep. So they all decide, let's just eat. Because, by the way, the model who's incredibly skinny and has clearly never eaten anything in her life is really hung up on, we're all eating at the same time at yeah, midnight. They have a whole thing of like, it is dinner time. God. Yeah. Best party ever. With very structured timing. <laughs> there was playtime and now there's dinner time. Yep. God. Hey, look, she didn't get hers, so she's pissed. Listen, that I do understand. And if you know what, maybe she's a fantastic actress and she was taking all of her motivation from this moment in the script where it clearly says she doesn't get hers. And so she's using that to fuel the rest of her character. Makes sense. That's why she becomes the opposite. Well, I'll get there. Yeah. The opposite of an orgasm. Yeah, that's true. Well, no. As six of them left, they decided to go look for the other two. I'm forgotten who says this. This is, I think, my favorite line in the movie. When it's bedtime, it's bedtime. Yes. This is dinner time. Yes, that's yeah, what I was talking exactly. about. Is this? They've gone to bed. They can't go to bed. It's not bedtime. What the fuck? <laughs> it's dinner time. It is I love how they time. were the ones who were telling these guys, you know, that they should hook up. And right. then they've all hooked up. Some of yep. them multiple times. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah. but now that we don't want to be hooking up and we want to be eating, like, you guys you should stop chicken. doing it. For some reason, though, they all huddle to make a secret whispered plan yeah. on how they're going to find these people, purely so we don't hear what their plan is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's because there's no plan. By the way, no plan. Yeah. yeah. No plan. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing happens. The only plan was dinner time. Yeah. We have a shot that could have been spooky because someone's been messing with all the mannequins throughout. Right. Uh, which obviously is a killer. And one of the moves, which is the killer. Mm-hmm. Not spooky. Not spooky. Even no. Shannon's not spooky. No, not at all. There's only one scene in this movie where it's like, oh, 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 know what's happening. Yeah. And it's arguably probably the best scene of the whole movie. And everything else in this movie is not scary in any way, shape, or form because it is. I, I, it uh, just so ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous and nonsensical. Like I have no idea what is happening or why anything is fucking happening. And I hate all of these characters. Like just kill them all. Kill them all. Let's let them all die. I think the only guy that I kind of like is tank top guy. At least because yeah. he at least seems like fun. He's a red Kevin tank Bacon. top. Uh, he's the oh okay the gay one. Yeah, the gay yeah. one. He's, not he's got the skateboard yeah. in the beginning, all the things. <laughs> he does. There's something about him that seems at least a little bit fun. Everyone else die. Yeah. Well, particularly since they've killed, yeah, the redhead. There's one yeah. scene with the tank top guy coming up that everyone else is losing their minds and he is laughing in yes. the background. Like he's just having oh, yeah. a ball. Yeah, he he's is. like, we're in a movie, you guys. <laughs> he's running around and they're all like, oh my God. Oh my. And he's just having a great time well yeah so they, they try and look for them can't find them it takes like 10 seconds they see someone running away they think it's the young child boy man but then they don't find anyone so they just go let's all just go to sleep the best night of their lives mm-hmm. this has been they played hide and go seek twice and then they ate some chicken wings <sighs> i would be young again i mean that sounds a little better than some of the parties i went to in high school That's not true. gonna lie I mean, again, on paper, yeah. sounds fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the way they do it. No. No. And then we get some more sort of more persuasive chat from yeah, y- your favorite, the jock to the Oh, he says Shannon's favorite line here. 
Did you have you written it down? I did. He said, I can't wait to make love with you. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shannon was like, oh, I'm using that one later. 100%. Wait 100%. I'm waiting to pull that one out on James <laughs> and just see what he does. I would be like, wait, what? I can all, I can just see no. his face. Is his face? Go in the bathroom and get your lingerie. Disgusting. On. <laughs> like, huh? What? Not wearing that, you're not. <laughs> Hold on, let me. It's slip not tangly enough. A little more comfortable. <laughs> Oh so Barbie and sunglasses, they get ready for bed. We get some. It's very weird because she gets naked twice, but they don't yep. do any close up of it. It's very just peripheral yep. boobs. Yeah. And then she takes his sunglasses off. He is now de sunglassed. Well, and we yep. also we get a quick butt shot from him. Hey yo. We do. Glad it's quick. It's very hairy. Yeah, he does have a but very hairy quick. butt. I want to see other guys' butt. Why don't we get to see either of the cute guys' butts? Nope, we don't. Bullshit. It is. We get one when it when it's pulling on his underpants, but that's about it. Uh, barely um, yeah so the son and the model they're trying it again because you know it's all teenagers can do someone's watching them swears at them and then mimes that he's gonna kill them yeah <laughs> then moons them yes yeah well they think and runs away the 12 year old because he's wearing yeah. the like red floral shirt the 12 year old is wearing yeah but he's standing right there, his face just in darkness. Yeah, fucking moons him. I don't know if I've ever seen this, a killer in a slasher movie moon the victims. Right. Yeah. So the son gives chase in an epic. Yeah. <laughs> like the music is going insane. Right. He's like, did that guy just moon me? I'm going to fucking track him down. Right. And, and Katie and I were losing our shit because he's got like he's randomly like sweaty in patches. I mean, very clearly they're it just like, like spraying someone, like, him. Flung, like water yeah. on him. They're like spraying him with like random glycerin or something. Like it looks, but it's like splotchy. Yeah, it's, it's like weird. It looks like somebody like oiled him in a weird, awkward way. It's so it strange. strange. Can you imagine though, if you're with your friends, you're in a big store again. It's mildly more appropriate to be having sex than in chopping more wood or all just right. having an orgy in the same room. Right. You're in your own private space. One of your friends comes over like to watch you and then moon you, <laughs> runs away, and your reaction is to basically become Leah Neeson. Yeah. yeah. Like, I will find you. Right. <laughs> and just fucking chase this person down. Yeah. The way he runs <laughs> is especially great. Yeah. It's so good. It's so ridiculous. And then he somehow... Because the killer's like, now's the perfect time for a costume change. Oh my god, yes. So he sneaks up on them changing wigs. They have a tussle. Somehow the, this jock son is overpowered, which is unlikely. And <laughs> impossible, I think, is the better word. And then he gets got by being impaled by a mannequin arm. Oh my god. Through the gut. And I like this motion of like, he gets stuck in the stomach and he looks at us with the same disbelief right. as we all <laughs> looking at him with. And then just as he's about to fall over, his hands just come out and just all, Ugh. Right, because as an audience member, I'm here thinking, there's nothing sharp on a mannequin arm. I know, how I thought I'd that... seen the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, how would that puncture anyone? It's like you stabbed someone with a spoon. Like, well, from here on out, apparently the mannequin appendages are the only weapons yes. that yeah. are available. Listen. Because that is all anyone will be grabbing. This and film had just an, a surplus of mannequins that they were like, yeah. we need to use this. And yeah. also, throughout this film, our killer, what is truly impressive about him is how quickly he changes. He's got yeah. like oh, 
50 fucking costume changes. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Impressive. Well, I hope he was doing this in prison as well. Just constantly changing. I yeah. So. Well, that's how he's getting his bows, you know? That's mm-hmm. why it. Well, now I believe the scene was edited out. Uh, thank because... you. Thank you. I had to backtrack. I even rewound. And I was yeah. like, the Wait. model is just yeah, under the bed, no terrified. We just cut back to her and she's just climbed under the bed for no reason. Yeah. So again, if we're following his trajectory, <laughs> she's gone to like, oh, our friend mooned us. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend has then become Liam Neeson and taken chase after him. I mean, to be honest, maybe that reaction from him was terrifying enough for her to go i no longer trust anything maybe and i'm just gonna crawl under the bed and cry but something's gone here this is just fucking weird yeah and then yeah she sees someone's feet i hear what you guys are saying and this person's got tattoos on the feet i'm fine with that but it also doesn't matter they've established that the killer doesn't have tattoos on their body right and that the other person the red herring does have tattoos on their body right Mm -hmm. and this could easily also be that other person because they do nothing in this scene they just walk by True. So it could easily also be the guy from uh, who's like starting to look around because he's hearing noise. I don't know. I feel like dark convict guy is very hairy everywhere on his body. Yeah, you're probably right. And you're dark right. hairy on his body. Yeah. yeah. I feel so. you. I feel you're both right. But at this point, that's what I started to think is like, okay, we're going to start the overlap of these two characters now, so that we right. can be more confused about you know, Which so I they think can start showing you tattooed. You to think. Right. Yeah. But they're idiots. Meanwhile, the jock and Virgin girl again and kissy kissy, and then she gets up. So he goes. Ugh. <laughs> Start sighing again. Why won't you have sex? But instead, she says, I want my first time to be really special. Right? Oh, my God. And then proceeds to do the most ridiculous. And let's look on this on two levels. She finds heels. Where do the heels even come from? One of the mannequins. That are just happen to be in her size. Yeah. She does the most ridiculous... It's not a clothing store. It's a furniture store. Right? <laughs> this is fucking... I mean, this is probably like Demi Moore yes. striptease. Oh, yeah. Like, this bitch has a, a background real... in dance and stripping. Oh, 100%. This it's is insane. honestly probably the best scene she of the whole film face. in terms of like... a virgin. It's quality. But, but guys, in the context of the actual scene, there's no music. No, no. it's so weird. <laughs> Like, we're getting music. It just kicks in from nowhere. Right. But in the scene, he's just sitting. I mean, talk about awkwardly lying yeah. on the bed. What do you meant to do as the guy? What the fuck do you yeah. do? Listen, I'm, all I'm doing is planning ways to fuck with James Haggy. So right now, <laughs> I'm going to start with, I want to make love with you. Let me change into something more comfortable. And then an awkward strip tease to but make no sure music. when you go in to change that you just leave the water running for a really long yeah, amount of time. Yeah, 100%. And to no music. Make sure there's zero music playing anywhere. Not even out in that alleyway. Yep. By the way, to this scene, Skip said, this was back before you had all those pesky things like consent. Yeah. Yes. Did he really? Yes. He said. uh, This is like the opening of that interview is he was like, yeah, we couldn't make this movie now. He said something like. Because And then he references like some of the girls being more difficult than others. Right. And he basically outs the girl who does not take her top off as saying she was very difficult. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. 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 Listen, watch this interview. His tone and oh, how he talks to. about women and himself yeah. and his work. You're just like, oh, buddy. It was cringeworthy it listening is, to him I talk mean, about women. 
if this woman was difficult, then God bless her because she fucking went for it. Because she looks very comfortable. She looks more comfortable in yeah, this scene yeah. than any other she, scene in the movie. No, he has I a remember him saying, like, oh, stripping. some of them were great and, like, just right. were, you know. That's because she probably was a stripper. Yeah. yeah. She was 100% a professional. Uh, she was something. a I mean, listen, I can't. I, no. I, my body doesn't bend this way. I am not in any way, shape, or form as sexy as this woman is stripping to no music. <laughs> and yeah. she came with lingerie on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Pre-prepared. Which is funny because she is the most incredible body underneath yeah. these baggy, baggy, yeah. ridiculous <laughs> clothes. Skip was like, we're setting her up for a reveal. That's <laughs> true. And then she comes over to him and she's like, I saw that in a porno. Was it sexy? Oh, God. Oh, was it? Shut your face. Oh. I don't think they do that even in pornos. No. (laughs) No. What kind of porn were you watching? Anyway, Barbie wakes up. She needs the restroom. I like that at least she puts her clothes on. Most of these movies that she's not going to put her clothes on to go to the restroom. She's not going to have them on after this, so. Yeah. But as she leaves, we see the killer approaching sunglasses, but de-sunglassed. And then, yeah, she thinks it's sunglasses, but the killer has put on all of his clothes, to which he wakes up. He's like, who took my clothes? Right. <laughs> Again, finds clothes that fit him off of a mannequin. Yeah. 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 Well, I should um, say pants that fit him. <laughs> the model has heard him, and she crawls out from under the bed. Barbie then runs to the elevator. <laughs> the killer then jumps, as you were saying, there's no guardrail to this. So the right. killer just jumps Onto the elevator. Which she could jump out of. she doesn't think exactly to jump off of it. So she really does deserve everything that happens. Because your initial reaction, just even instinct, would be like, ugh. And you'd jump away and off as it's rising up and then they're trapped on the elevator. Yeah. But no. Anyway, we now have de-sunglasses. I don't know what to call them anymore. Now he's just bolo. Because all yeah. he's wearing is a pair of plaid pants and a bolo. Yep. I know, but I want to call him de-sunglasses because at the same time as he, as he is de-sunglassed, the other character has become de-virginized. So we now have the de-sunglass and the de-virgin, which is like the same scene that yeah. happens. It's like symbolic. Yeah. symbolic do you see? Maybe. Mm. Everyone's losing um, things. <laughs> they all head down in the elevator. And this is where we're going to get the weird I'm reveal. also losing things at this point. Yeah. Like the will <laughs> to live. Is, yeah, 100%. Bobby is now completely naked tied to the top of this thing. Yep, yep. Uh, but unable to make an audible, you know, sort yeah. of... Rrr. Yeah, right. there's not even whining that's able to come out of this right. gag. It's a magic yeah. gag. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's like in his S&M kit. It's like a magic gay one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, magic, magic. <laughs> magic gay probably. gag. <laughs> so they decide, you know what? Like They're trying to find a way out. They can't. Everything's locked. Blah, blah, blah. So they decide, let's let's trick the killer by, we'll trigger the elevator going up and then we'll head up the stairway instead. They're so And smart. then they see a female's figure in, in Barbie's clothes dancing and running away, giggling again. And then we actually see the killer, like, then goes down to the dungeon, I think, again. And then it's like saying, fun and games, games and fun. Now it's over. No need to run. And then puts their hat and suit back on like they did at the beginning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know what that means, but fine. I don't know what any of it means. It means nothing. Well, no, it all means something. Because this is where the exposition at the beginning pays off, Shannon. Because they find out, oh, we can't smash the glass. Right. A homeless person sees them, but just waves at them. Because, you know, homeless people be crazy. Right. And then the cops come by, but they just drive off. While our leads grimace in the window. Right. <laughs> I don't know what directing instruction they were given, but it wasn't accurate to what they're meant to be seeing. No. <laughs> they all just grimace. It's really strange. Yeah. yeah. 
And then you got some, you know, correct dialogue. One of like, we have to stay here by the window. And then another one goes, there may be no one else for hours. Even right? though as the cop is driving away, you distinctly see at least two other cars in the background right? of this shot. You're in downtown LA. Look, You're downtown fine. LA, for people who don't know, yeah, sure. It's a bit of a joke ghost town for hours yeah. that there would be no one in the downtown part of the city is highly unlikely yeah. and even if it's likely you still stay by the fucking window because right. it's your best chance and it's the only place where there's fucking yeah. light <laughs> yes yeah. so just for the production crew right stay by the window <laughs> <laughs> and then this movie just it was already like hanging on by a thread for me like what the fuck is happening and then i feel like from this point on it's just like oh let's just really throw shit to the fan yep well so d virgin because now that she's had sex she's like let's stay and fight yeah yeah, yeah now she's, she's got she's got like all Xena that. warrior princess over here now right exactly. again they're all just armed with arms and legs <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. yes they are and they're being followed by hat man yep yeah. So they head to the basement to try to fuck the killer up. The emergency lights don't work. From this point out is where model ha- um, sorry, model hair woman just becomes ingratiating. Oh She's God. just whining. I am not convinced the that there was not somebody in between takes back combing her hair because <laughs> it gets so big. Like it grows throughout. I mean, honestly, there probably was. Back combing was really big back yeah. then. It is massive or it's just very hot and humid as they're filming <laughs> it is huge her hair it, it, it is, is itself another character you know what else is huge her overacting oh yeah it's crazy and they're in a, an abandoned warehouse there's probably no aircon or anything there to downtown right. LA. right when did i say the show this july was it or something? probably it's probably miserable it's, it's miserable for everyone involved it just makes yeah. me really sad. I kept thinking about all the food that she did not eat so that she could look like this to be in a movie like this. Yeah. Like, uh, how sad is she that? She probably did other things, but not movies, but, you know. No, but just like, <laughs> this is why you didn't eat that ice cream or pizza. Yeah. This. Yeah. You can ask that of many people. Mm-hmm. I know. I want to. One day I will. So this is where they start finding the dead bodies. Um, oh and, this and lose <laughs> this their is where fucking minds right. yeah so she loses her mind and this is what I wrote down what's the opposite of a scream queen oh my god <laughs> because she is the worst yeah. at screaming just fucking awful it's not screaming have- it's like awkward wailing like yeah. she's trying to scream yes I don't think she's ever screamed before yeah. in her life because she's never f- felt that much pleasure or fright it's like she's giving birth (laughs) (laughs) like it's so strange and it's really weird editing as they all just fall over into the body i didn't understand that at all they're suddenly just like lying in the bodies you know somebody gets pushed like the d-virgin gets pushed or something and she ends up falling right on redhead's like body so they head back upstairs stylish red lighting now everywhere right because they tripped the, like, security lights or something, which, like, yeah. n- never happened at any other point in this. <laughs> which, you know, oh, if it's going to look cool, then fine, do it. Yeah. Doesn't look Doesn't cool. at all. Yeah, they find the body of, of, the, of the, the jock guy, and then they just zoom into his groin. <laughs> yep. It's really strange. Mm-hmm. But then Tattoo Man turns up, so they knock him out with a mannequin arm. And run away. Yeah. Back to the front window 
While, meanwhile, a newspaper stand guy across the street, who, by the way, was not there before. Right. There's nothing there before. No. Now there's like a little shop there. He notices them and says, oh, call the police. And then Tattoo Guy comes back to attack them because he's thinking, hey, these fuckers are trying to rob the store. Yeah. Honest misunderstanding. Employee of the month. Right. Honest misunderstanding. So they all just fucking wail on him. Yeah. Lose their mind. Tie him up. And then they decide, hang on, we found all the bodies other than Barbie's body. So maybe she's still alive. So they go back in the elevator to look for her. And they say, let's start from the top floor down. We've got the killer now. The place is locked down secure. This is, you know, this is reasonable logic. Yeah. For some reason, though, the killer himself, the actual killer, is on the roof of the elevator. Wrestling with this woman. Fighting her. Body. Yeah. She was secured. Yeah. I mean, again, I feel like a scene's missed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes. A hundred percent. But what's weird is we watched the bonus scene thinking it would fill in. Nope. It's the exact same. Doesn't fill in any (laughs) blanks whatsoever. There are no blanks filled in. It is the exact same. I also just love that what's his face? D sunglass guy is wrenching at his face being like, what is that noise? We can't stop. Like if it's as if it's like the worst noise he's ever heard or the sound of her being murdered. No, it's just two people tussling on top of an elevator. And they don't decide to stop. They don't even know what it is either. though, Which is just so infuriating because then when they do hear her, they just go, oh, no, she's on the roof. It's so Maybe we should stop the fucking I, elevator. I do vaguely remember a very quick scene of, of a button, like someone trying they to do, push no, a button. No, but it's like right in the last yeah, second. Right. There's no, like I a agree. long period where they're just long standing ago. there. Yeah. Like if I hear something weird on top of an elevator that I'm in, I am immediately pushing stop. Yeah. Yes. I'm not then of course she gets squished. And yeah, the only vaguely good kill yeah. as the head like comes off. And the squish is kind of like, oh, it's a bit yeah. Yeah. Like yes. a spray of blood. But let's be clear, she didn't die by the elevator reaching the top. She died because she fucking, she herself reached down right. yeah. while changing floors so her head got stuck. So yeah. whose fault is that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then the model who's gone catatonic does her, for her, I think her apex. This is her Oscar moment. I think which so. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> My favorite, though, is D sunglassed guy who's just, we pan to him and he's just, I can't look. I can't yeah. look. Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. look. Yeah. It's like someone told him the sun is there. Right? Yeah. Like, well, he doesn't have his sunglasses, so. That's it's, true. That's true. That's but yeah, true. this is definitely one of those scenes where you can, I think it's after this that you'll start to see Tank Top just being like, I'm having a great time. Yeah. Tank Top is now <laughs> actively laughing in tanks. He's like, whatever i <laughs> eat my that. favorite <laughs> yeah yeah and this is when we're going to get a proper good look at the killer she's going to suddenly yeah. appear and he looks like an s&m coat yes, top badger yeah <laughs> how insane. dare you insult badgers like that <laughs> it's spry fucking cosplay badger who dressed as s&m who's just totally off his trolley yeah, yeah. on some form although i make up on point yeah, like, I make up on like, point. Can he please come do my makeup? That right. would be great. They fight him. He runs away and then runs back screaming. Right. That makes no sense. <laughs> Literally, this is the moment. I was like, oh, he's coked out of his yeah, brain. Because yeah. he's like, oh, I got to get away. And he's like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm going to run at you. A hundred percent. But instead he runs into Tattoo Guy and they're like, oh, oh, hey. Oh, hey, Fred. <laughs> they know each other. Twist. They met in lovers. prison. They were lovers in prison. Tattoo guy had promised him the earth. 
Um, I presume they both got released at the same time. I get the feeling like no one would release S&M Coke Badger. No. But it's hard to know. Yeah. And then Tattoo Guy's like saying, no, like this is all meant to be over. I'm trying to like just get my life back together. And the killer's saying, no, but these kids are coming between us. Which, I mean, I've seen a lot of... Well, a lot of slash films be like, oh, is that enough of a reason to kill these people? Right. Well, yeah. that's, that's the thing is it's like his motivation for going to town and killing all of these kids makes absolutely no sense. I don't understand how because they made such an elaborate thing of like showing us the dad locking up the store. I don't understand how he's in the store to begin with. I get none of it and clearly this is just michael kelly the writer's repressed homosexuality be like what this movie says about lgbtq is so wrong and they inherently just hate that group of people or are very against it or i don't fucking know it's so like what Skip says in his interview about how you can't make, you couldn't make this movie today because it's like too PC. Yes, you couldn't make this movie today <laughs> because right. we now appropriately don't feel that way about whole demographics of people. Well, the fact that people felt this way and like had to express it in something like this is the reason that we have the organizations that we have now. Yeah, it just it goes so above and beyond to be like the message of this film is his like that homosexuality in and of itself means that you were depraved in some way, shape or form, i.e. the hookers in the beginning, the S&M gear, all of the like makeup and all this sort you're trying to make the it The fact seem that he keeps like kissing at them. Yes. And it's like, so they just Taboo have to be. Taboo and crazy. Ugh. Which which what you need is like at least because the problem is it's so muddled with tattoo guy because yeah. you don't because he's like I've tried to clean up my act and I'm trying to blah 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 and you can totally read that from what they have because you have no proof other than that he still has yeah a case of S and M gear for whatever reason but we have no proof that he is still actively gay out of right. prison mm-hmm. so it does yeah insinuate exactly what you're saying like if you had at the end of this film like you know the tattoo guy had like another guy suddenly turned up who was like the tattoo guy's new lover and it's like a jealous kind of like triangle or something it would be that simple to kind of almost reverse the messaging in this film well and as tattoo guy is dying he literally says like i tried to go straight as he's like telling like those words i was trying to go straight like but double meaning this doesn't clarify why the hooker at the beginning is killed because it only works if it was the tattooed guy trying to you know have sex with a woman and like force himself to want that and he can't so he gets frustrated and he kills her but we know it's not him yeah. So why is that woman I'm, murdered at the beginning? I'm not joking, but this is someone who enjoyed the burning. Like oh, that's it. Like yes. it makes no sense 100%. in the burning. Hundred percent. It makes no sense here, but it's the same fucking opening. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's Completely. Very strange. It's so weird because you're like, why wouldn't they have gone for a man? Yeah. If that's yeah. if I don't I don't understand. It makes no sense. And this guy's called Zach. Yeah. By the way, mm. not that matters. So yeah, they fight while the others just watch. Yep. And then suddenly all the lights come on and Tattoo Guy has been stabbed in the neck. S&M Badger returns. Uh, the Virgin picks up a blade. D-Virgin slashes at him, misses. But he slips on the blood of the headless friend and falls down the elevator shaft. 
And then the cops arrive, of course, just at that exact moment. Tattoo guy's still alive at that point, and the father talks to him kindly. And this was like, oh, I wanted them to be lovers. Yeah. Like, oh, I wanted it, that to That's be the twist. That's why he lets him live there. Yeah. Yeah, I love you guys. He's like, he's my toy boy. I like to keep him where um, I know I can find him anytime. Exactly. And that's like the father's S&M game. Yes. Uh, yeah. And exactly like Shan said, I try to stop him. I try to be straight. Right. And then he dies. Again, I love that the guy who gets a fucking knife to his throat is able to be talking yeah. and yes. cogent. Whereas yeah. the people who get stabbed with a pen knife in the belly die immediately. Well, she was only a streetwalker. Or a mannequin arm to the gut. Die immediately. Yeah. Well, again, he was a teenager. Squishy. <laughs> it's morning the cops are wheeling out the body of the tattoo guy they're taking away our wounded heroes and as the ambulance is pulled by somewhat incredibly some might say snm badger still there still totally fine nothing no even injury not a no. black eye although he does have black eyes i guess still His wearing makeup is smeared. all the eye makeup yeah it's smeared driving away looking <laughs> again, obviously insane <laughs> right like and then for some reason, they think this is the appropriate place for him to break the fourth wall and smile at camera. As if the audiences could be going to be going, yay, S&M Coat Badger is going to come back again. No. Keep terrorizing the gay community. <laughs> the end. The end. Did it, guys. Wow. Uh. This movie was released in the UK as Close Your Eyes and Pray. And I agree. <laughs> I think those are, that's wise. Yeah. Oh, that is a far more accurate title. Yeah. Oh my God. Finally came to Blu ray in 2017 and again in 2019, but only in the UK. That's the only place you can get it. So if you do want to in, enjoy this movie, that's where you can get it from. All right. Well, you know, what else can we possibly have to say? I'm very intrigued when we get to those rankings in a couple of weeks' time where this one's going to be. No. Katie, let's start with you this week. How do you feel about hiding? I want to talk about this. I feel like everything has already been said, really. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's very confusing. There's really no sense of time once they step into this warehouse. And then after we watched the, that like interview thing afterwards, it made a lot more sense, honestly, seeing the person behind this and just his reflection of, his own work as well as other people's work as well as how he treated his actors and his views on women like all of that played into the vibe that you get while you're watching this um the young kid made me very uncomfortable i was just begging that i didn't see like i don't know even the actress that was making out with him like seemed really uncomfortable to be kissing him and it made me uncomfortable to watch yeah and it, it was offensive i'm not gay but like this was offensive to me that Anything this hearty of an issue was talked about by people like this. Like, it made me really sad. So That's a not recommend. I don't recommend uh. this, no. It's basically, like, really weird porn, mm-hmm. but not good. Kissing porn, though, really. Yeah. But, I mean, you get boobs. You get a shit ton I mean, of tits. Yeah, you do get boobs. You get a lot of boobs. Well, sort of. I mean, you do. You get three, yeah. I mean, you get three free pairs of boobs, which is yeah. actually a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Like we talked about this and a like lot. You where said, you're like you said, they're like decent. Like the, some of them are like oh, really yeah. good boobs. Yeah. So I mean, I, I guess if you really need that, then like watch it for the boobs. But I don't even know that it's worth it <laughs> for that. <laughs> Shannon, 
<laughs> Should people watch this for the boobs or anything else? No! <laughs> Don't ever subject yourself to this film. If you are still listening to this podcast, like... Yeah, I don't know who is still listening. Don't ever subject yourself to this film in any way, shape, or form. No. <laughs> I am offended. I think you're right, Al, that the creators of this film must have loved the burning because I am offended in the same way I was by that film in a lot of ways. Like, because it just, it feels so fucking icky and it feels like you're purposefully offensive and icky and ugh, 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 ugh. I hate it. Don't watch it. Don't even watch it on fucking YouTube. And you know what? If you want to see boobs, go to you porn. Go watch yeah, actual. Just go watch porn. Just do that. I want to do it. I do want to do an episode one day about that specific thing. I had a conversation with some people recently about it. Where it's like, why is it? And I'm definitely a part of that for sure. Like, but why is it that for men? And I'm no idea. We're trying to find an equate, uh, equate of it for women. But why is it for men, like, seeing boobs in the context of a movie is so much more exciting than just yeah, going to porn and just seeing something, even if they're not famous people? I think it's because you know, it's less expected. It's really so, like, if you're watching porn, boobs are a part of it, well, right? Well, well, genuinely, I want to do a whole episode about, like, nudity in movies and why it's exciting or not, because it's 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 kind of fascinating. Because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot to do with narrative as well, yeah. and just, like, building a world and all that stuff. But anyway. Yeah. But do you uh, don't okay. have to do that in this movie because I don't know what the fucking narrative was. The narrative. Find us on YouTube. You can do. I'm sure someone's timestamped underneath where you can see the boobs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there you go. That's true. Listen, it's just it's. Don't watch it. Just don't. (laughs) Don't watch it. And you know what? Don't support the people that made it either. (laughs) Stop. Don't. Just don't. I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. See, I feel yeah, I feel really bad because I suggested we watch this. When you hear the stuff that came out this year, there weren't really many other options to be honest. Slasher movies. Excuse me. You're going to say Maniac Cop again. Yeah. I still, I don't really count that as a slasher how we've been treating slashes. I don't um, really count this as a slasher. Maybe, maybe I should have bent the rules <laughs> for this episode. So it's just people pummeling each other with mannequin appendages. Look at, you got to hit some real lows, haven't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we've hit some lows that we thought were the lows, I but know. you got to hit a real low in a series. It's not a franchise unless you hit something, yeah. you know, really bad. But this is the thing. If I'm going to give, I don't want to give it credit now because all the things you said about Skip and that doesn't none of that sounds good yep. and the problem with this movie for me is all really the last act look everything else before then is like bad script yeah. there's some terrible acting particularly from two people the directing obviously does nothing interesting i do want to say look we joke about it being dark i i could see for most of the movie yeah. so like that guy who did the outside night photography for evil dead 2 yep he did a yeah. decent job considering they obviously had no lights but the thing is for that first sort of 45 minutes I was like, oh, this isn't as good as I thought it was the first time I watched it when obviously I was just watching way too many of these movies. I'd just come across Slumber Party Massacre and been like, oh, there's a real little gem. Mm-hmm. A similar sort of budget range to this. I knew this wasn't like that, but I was like, but still, this is like fun. It's, you know, in a department store. Everyone's goofy. There's so many ridiculous 80s things. I was really just enjoying ridiculous 80s fashion and ridiculous 80s sayings mm-hmm. and a guy wearing sunglasses the whole time and just like oh, stupid things like that. But yeah, come back to it now, it's like, yeah, oh, that's just a shame. This is really, really bad. Like, this, it's not like that. However, for those first 45 minutes, I still was like, 
it's not you know it's not the worst it's it's you know it's it's fine it's like very bad but it's like yeah like there are just all of those silly 80 tropes there and yes there are boobs and like all that stuff it's like okay you're ticking off all the boxes it's not like offending me and then in that last act oh. it, yeah it does two things one is it slows down mm. to a snail's pace yes. this movie should be an hour and 10 minutes tops it's 20 minutes too long yeah yeah last agreed if it just got out if this movie was as long as Slumber Party Massacre is, which I believe is around about that, like an hour and 15 or whatever. This movie was that long and didn't have the offensive <laughs> finale that comes in the third act where you're like, I, I wish I could read this some other way. Yeah. But I don't know how. Then honestly, I'll be like, it's fine. Like, don't watch it unless you really love slashes. But if you really love slashes and you run out and you want to see some boobs and hear some stupid 80s dialogue and laugh at some terrible, you know, bad movie, fine. It's not the best of that, but it's okay. But because it drags for the extra 20 minutes and because of the messaging that you can't escape at the end of this movie, it's horrible. Yeah. Really horrible. It's not scary, as Shannon has proved. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you've done dozens of films now with us. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the first one, I think, where you've been like, that wasn't scary at all. Uh, I mean, the one where she gets her head chopped off in the elevator, that was like cringy. And in this series, we've had a couple where I was like, okay, these are, it's not scary, but those are at least then like fun or interesting in some way to make up for the fact that they're like not scary. So that there's something to them. This is, I think the first one where I'm like, you are not scary and whole, just wholeheartedly uninteresting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not completely. So yeah, it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Is bad movie and that does break my heart a little bit because i was kind of hoping i was going to go back to it and be like oh yeah that was like it's a cool little bad hidden bad gem if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. it is not sadly i do think hide and go shriek is kind of a fun title i was literally about to say the title is fantastic yeah i love hide and go shriek and the premise again bad but you could do something with it yeah and i do think with that title like the general premise of it as stupid as it is you could still have done a really fun 80s slasher movie which basically would have been chopping more without the robots which was what i kind of was asking for um but this didn't this didn't do it i would like more robots please (laughs) katie watson so there you go bad movie but hey guys next week is our last week so if it's as bad as this then it's the end and then you're done. Oh, my God. Maybe I'm done. Yeah. Maybe we're all done. <laughs> Maybe this is just it. We're recording week by week right now. And it's a little, it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thinking about going into the future. It's like, I got to start another one. <laughs> oh, I, I'm very tired. Yeah. But that said, I am excited to announce what uh, we're doing next. But that'll be next. Next, next week. Not even next week. Oh, like the next but series think, that we're doing. I think we've got it figured out. Yeah, I think we've got them all figured out. And there's some cool ones. We're going to do some ones that lead into contemporary stuff that's coming out. Because there's a lot Ooh. of stuff coming out. Yeah. So we're going to do some smaller ones that lead into that stuff. But we've got one that's a little bit larger that's before that. That's actually going to be a lot of quality. A lot of genuine quality. Some true classics. And some that are kind of cinematically historically important films and i'm looking forward to that because we just bring shannon in for the trash yeah <laughs> clearly hey you did the conjuring there's some you know at yeah, least there's some good ones the, uh, which i'm scarred for life by the conjuring series the nun oh don't worry conjuring three this year no we're gonna come back right i'm uh, mr al white <laughs> on all the social medias and on xbox and on playstation if you want to tell me stuff about the things and play Friday the 13th, then please do. I'm still playing that. I've gone back down that rabbit He's hole. He's gotten really good at being Jason. Someone needs to come and fuck him around eh, being Jason. Really You're okay. way... I'm terrible as Jason. <laughs> do you all know my favorite thing? 
that I got to do when we did the, the weird event we did last week was at the end of the Q&A, as everyone was getting up, I stopped them because like, I was meant to give out my handles from like online if people want to follow me and blah, blah, blah. And I gave it out. And then at the end, I stopped and I said, if anyone plays video games, I play video games and you can play video games with me on Xbox and on PlayStation and did this exact thing. And I said, I'm playing a lot of Friday 13th right now. But then I got to literally say to a room, a massive room full of people, if you play Friday the 13th for me, though, and you don't lock your doors and open your fucking windows, you're a monster and I'll boot you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, I'm still on happy. board to have Shannon play with us. No. Oh, no, yeah. I honestly no. think it would be cathartic for no. you, Shannon, because it's, no. it's yeah. like not scary. And you could be Jason. You get no. to be the aggressor. No. And you Which get is to really like, frustrating, chase fuckers around. No. <laughs> then you can appreciate how frustrated these killers oh, are. Oh, I get so just, upset. People are just dancing on a fence that you can't cut And through. like anytime you go to grab them, they like throw fireworks at you and you can't see. Oh, it's so oh, upsetting. God. Damn it. <sighs> the movies make it look so easy to kill you, squishy fuckers. Oh, it's oh, like God. so annoying. Nobody gets their boobs out or anything. What? No. All right. No. Yeah. There's no point. <laughs> what about you guys? Where can people tell you that Hide and Go Shriek is actually a really complicated dissection of the bisexual demographic and, you know, downtown LA newsstand men <laughs> with teleport machines? He just comes out of nowhere. It really yeah. weirded me he, out. So He's weird. like Doctor Who. All of a sudden, his like newspaper stand exists. Right. And it, he's just the token black man. And it's oh, just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's too much. It's yeah. too much. Uh, anyway, you can tell me. Skip, School Nick, you can reach out to me for um, <laughs> jobs on Instagram at Shannon Hollander. <laughs> At the end of all this, you're going, oh, but Skip, baby, uh, if you want to hire yeah. me, I'm available. Don't worry, Skip, uh, I find you offensive and uh, probably If you're bad. rebooting Angel. And, uh, but reach out to me, give me a job on uh, Instagram <laughs> or Twitter, and I won't respond on Twitter, but I'm my fave Shannon there. So, keep tagging you on Twitter. Yeah, I know. Uh, I saw true, you, you tagged respond. something, I saw it, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll, nope, then I forget, and it's gone. <laughs> gone forever. It's literally not. Yeah. Uh, I'm my dearest Watson on Instagram and then at Watson dearest on Twitter. And then, yeah, if you want to play Friday 13th, I'm my dear Watson 86 on Xbox. Guys, thank you for joining me. Two hours plus, two hours 15, whatever. Way too long for this. Fucking movie. <laughs> oh, let's be honest, 40 minutes at the beginning was YouTube grandmas arguing about kids. And you started it. Yeah. I don't know. We will be back next week when we're going to be tackling Intruder. Which I'm scared which for. Is, the cover looks scary. I said, don't show Shannon the box art, but then we had to because you had to borrow it. <laughs> I'm yeah, scared. Put you off. It does, we're going to be watching the director's cut if people want to watch it before Ugh. us. We've got Sam Raimi connections. We've got some Bruce Campbell in there. Uh, we've got Ted Raimi as well. We've got a supermarket. Oh, um, and we've got a little bit of i mean we've got some comedy in there as well okay i'm into that i don't know all right we could have a good time we'll see oh, yeah. are there as many we're gonna boobs? have a better time than we had this week i'll tell you that much, i hope so. are there as many boobs are there as many boobs that's the eternal question all right well we'll find out we'll have to we'll find out we'll find out mm-hmm. and then we're done guys <gasps> then we are done, we are done. <sighs> very proud of you both but until then we are out geeks geeks, geeks.